Thank you so much for listening to the Awesome Podcast Network. You can find shows like Geekly Dose, talking about geek news and all things geek, or Duo Attack, a Heroclix podcast, and many more in the future. This show is brought to you by Sedgley Films. You can find them at youtube.com slash Films. That's S-E-I-D-U-L-E. If you like what you're hearing, click subscribe in iTunes or subscribe to us on Stitcher. Again, thank you for listening. Now on with the show. Welcome to Geekly Dose. I'm your producer, Jesse Sedgley. And now your host, Tim Bridgewater and Stephen Nocentelli. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very amazing uh, Geekly Dose. This is episode four. Um, I can't think of a clever uh, subtitle to go along with that. So we'll just call this one episode four. Thank you, Jesse, for the intro. Today, we're first off going to say that Stephen is not with us this week. Stephen is... uh, he should probably be actually he will in, be missed. <laughs> I think he he's probably in Seattle now. I saw some pictures on Facebook from him earlier that uh, I think he was in the sky then. So he's probably there now. But in Flying his like replacement, we have our friend Trey Harris. Hello, everybody. Who is also uh, a part of the newest addition to the Awesome Podcast Network, um, '80s Revisited. Yep, just actually finished our second episode. Should be up pretty soon. So definitely, if you're a fan of Geekly Dose, I think. Some of you elder geeks out there will definitely get a kick out of 80s Revisited, so definitely give it a listen. And you go check it out. I liked it. I mean, I couldn't believe Daniel had never seen Big Trouble in Little China, but I don't want to get into that. <laughs> Just save it for the, the podcast. Check that one out. Um, how did the first episode go? Oh, it went great. Uh, I think it turned out pretty well. Got a lot of uh, downloads from iTunes, so got some good feedback. So excited to be here. Hosting Geekly Dose, so cool. big fan. Listen yep. to every episode so far. So also got the second episode coming up. Uh, it's already been recorded. Just needs to be put online, which will be soon. I'm so glad to be here because the biggest thing about listening to a podcast for me is that like I want to say something, <laughs> right. but it's like you can't. I'm like screaming at my radio while I'm driving. Like, no, no, that's not right. Or hell yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. absolutely right. He's wrong. I think, so. Yeah. I'm glad to be here to be able to actually get some of those. Yes, where I can call in. But you don't get to yell at Steven, though. (laughs) That's the only downside. I'm glad you're getting that kind of response and reaction. You know, I mean, I guess that's what we all want Mm -hmm. by making these podcasts is for people to actually want to say something about it. You know, so in the future, if you have something you want to say about it, send us an email at geeklydose at gmail.com and be sure to stay tuned for uh, 80s Revisited as well as the other podcasts on Awesome Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I'm going to talk about what we're going to talk about today's, on today's show. Um, we're going to begin, as always, with a dose of geek and entertainment news. Then we're going to go into, uh, um, the, we normally have the movie review section there. We won't be doing a review this week. Uh, this week I'll be talking a little bit about The Last Airbender, Avatar, that uh, cartoon series, because there is a brand new series that we'll be debuting uh, next Saturday. So I want to talk about that and my thoughts about that and concerns and excitements and all of that good stuff. Then we're going to go to the uh, very popular preview review segment where our producer, Jesse, is going to give us a little bit of information about um, how many trailers we're going to do today. We're doing. We're just going to do one. One? Okay. He's going to give us some information about a trailer uh, that we haven't seen yet. And then we're going to say whether or not we feel like it's going to be a teaser pleaser or a uh, trailer failure. <laughs> it's not as fun when you pronounce it right you know what i mean like i, right. I feel like i should have messed it up we're just, just for comedic for purposes well see you would have jumped on you immediately for it so you would have you get a free week <laughs> i'm not gonna criticize you more 
I appreciate that. And then we're going to go into uh, basically what is going to be a game review and or discussion on Arkham City. Now, we know a lot of people have already played this game, okay? But both Trey and I have completed that game from start to finish. And I think we have some new news about it also. So we'll save that for that segment. So stay tuned for that. Then I'm going to hand it off to Trey where he's going to do a review of... Avengers vs. X-Men number one came out this week fresh off the press. Sweet. I can't wait to find out why they're fighting. It's, <laughs> it's not as mind-blowing as you might think, so <laughs> stay tuned for the riveting answer. <laughs> and then we're going to close it out. Um, well, we're going to come close to closing it out with a dose of geek entertainment news. Close it out with that. And then, of course, the wrap-up and talk about next week's show. And Steven should be back for that show and everything. So... We're going to get on with the show here and begin with a dose of geek and entertainment news. All right. This week in geek news. Well, this week's dose so is... So it's not entertainment? It's just geek? This time. For the most part. <laughs> I try to keep it geek only. I mean, entertainment doses come from everywhere, but we deliver the geek dose. This is true. We do. <laughs> but unfortunately, this week, our child-sized doses, they're very small. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have a lot of news to go on, but... Of the news we do have, um, for when you're just not geek enough, Google's going to help you out with these Google's augmented reality glasses, also called Project Glass. And here, I'll pull up a picture mm. for you guys. Uh, yep. Google is just slowly taking over the planet, aren't they? Yeah, that's a picture of the, one of the co-creators right there wearing wow. his augmented glasses. Um, <laughs> what it is is basically a smartphone for your face. <laughs> okay. Um, it's in front of your eyeballs, so you're seeing basically what, um, you know, when you look up at the sky, you see the weather, you know, like your eyes normally do. You're <laughs> <laughs> bionic man, a $6 million man, maybe. Well, I mean, if you see rain, you're going to see rain. Okay, the only thing it'll show you is the temperature, which your skin already feels. I don't know. It just seems kind of ridiculous. Um, is that all it does? It also do- It's your phone. It's your new phone. It, it uh, takes phone calls. You can take pictures with it. It's everything your phone does currently, except this is Google's stab at it. Now, I know for me, I wear Bluetooth when I work, and mm-hmm. I wear Bluetooth pretty often, and I get strange looks. <laughs> I can't imagine yeah. what looks I'm going to get wearing these Google <laughs> augmented glasses <laughs> walking around. Well, my thing is, um, if people start wearing these when they drive, what the hell is that going to turn into? I thought the first wreck More happens, accidents. you're going to have... Legislation right. like you, you can't wear these now, <laughs> or maybe they have a GPS feature where if you're going more than 20 miles an hour, they shut off or something. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so they shut off on roller coasters and they shut off everywhere. Else. I think they need to just go ahead and forget this whole idea. Okay, take this concept and go back to applying it to video games like it should have been applied to mm-hmm. years ago. Well, this is Google, so you know. I, mean, I remember you know. like you, you were talking about virtual reality and all that stuff, and, they, and a few companies actually attempted to make products, but. I guess they didn't take off, but... Well, the Virtual Boy was a huge disaster. <laughs> the Virtual Boy. <laughs> yeah, I would not be boy. caught dead wearing this thing on my face. <laughs> and it, the interface would have to... It would have to be Minority Report-esque to where, you know... I mean, it's highly yeah, advanced. Like, I don't really, think that technology can... is anywhere near that right now. No. I'm happy with my nice little iPhone, nice little high-resolution screen, not looking like I'm... I don't know. Jesse, I'm sorry, but when I see people with Bluetooth, just like, really? I know. And that's the looks I get. <laughs> I wear it because I work with my hands. Both my hands are full and I get phone calls. Exactly. They're, plus, they're... I can listen to the radio while I'm working. There you go. But then there's people that don't work with their hands that have the, and they have the obnoxiously yeah, the, sized ones. The, that are D, like, <laughs> right. the D-bags. Exactly. <laughs> well, Oops, it's, it's 
one thing like I don't I don't have Bluetooth, but I do have the like the little generic headset that comes with an iPhone. And mm-hmm. I use it a lot because when I'm at home, but it's mainly because I'm so afraid of getting a brain tumor from having <laughs> You know what I mean? Because like Well this they, will accelerate that. They keep they keep yeah. having like these uh these studies that they're doing. You I mean a fast track to a brain tumor. Right. Here you go. They say it would Google take it would out. take a lot of radiation for that to happen. But for me it's like, well, you know, if I can avoid it. Wouldn't it take much radiation for that spider to get infected and bite Peter Parker? So the amount of radiation (laughs) they're saying that might be required here, I think, is exaggerated. Looking at this video, I mean, look, I mean, this—that's a perfect example right there. He's walking down the subway stairs, and it pops up saying, "Oh, you can't go down the subway." Guess what's going to happen? Oh, they're going to fall down the subway stairs because something (laughs) popped up and startled them, or not look both ways before crossing the street. It seems to me like it's—it's—I like the idea, but I don't think it's there. The integration is there to where it's feasible for people these days yeah no so for well, right now we're watching a video on youtube that actually shows from the glasses perspective uh what you as the consumer would see uh, while wearing these glasses uh, so far i'm not seeing anything that impressive right um that that's ridiculous i mean <laughs> it's it's bad enough when you have people walking around listening to their ipod they're not paying attention to where they're going imagine having that on your face obscuring your vision right. completely because it pops up right in like the, your line of sight and in the video he meets his friend paul i believe is his name he's not wearing the glasses he's like <laughs> screw that Paul's like, paul has wearing... the right idea <laughs> he's like i'm just gonna wear my regular glasses fuck that in fact no one else in this video is wearing them that's what's funny about that maybe there's only that no that's cool that i like prototype. that you could take a picture of whatever you're looking at that's that that's all, i like okay. that that's cool i've always wanted something like that like oh spy glasses or Whatever, yeah. but and now he's on top of a building. Oh, the worst possible place to be. <laughs> and somebody texts him as he's looking over. Oh no, <laughs> Jessica, you killed him. <laughs> okay, so right now he's getting like an actual like FaceTime type right. video and through his glasses. He's got view share on, so she can see what he sees. That's a cool feature. I Dude, mean, this sounds like a horrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just think people will. I, I don't think as. You know, we're not ready for that kind of technology. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I think people will actually get killed. It's, people will <laughs> find a way. People will be getting robbed. Because yeah. could you imagine somebody walking around with these things on their face and you can just identify what they are? What's to stop somebody from punching you in the jaw and just taking them? Exactly. It happens with I mean, already. I guess you'll be on camera or whatever, but. <laughs> if anybody was watching you at the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Who just punched you in the face? Does it say. If, well, I'd assume it actually records video. Too. Oh, I would hope so. I mean, but that's... I don't know, man. I don't know if I want people just being able to look at me and just record everything I do. I mean, they can do that now with cell phones, but mm-hmm. you can... If somebody's holding up a cell phone doing it, you can see them. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody's just wearing glasses, you may not notice, and they could just be like, you know, stalking you or something. Yeah, yeah I think you hit it right on the head with a safety issue, because people are going to be using this and then somebody's going to text them or an alert's going to pop up and they're going to walk right into a light pole right into traffic bumping somebody i mean it's going to be chaos if everybody has these things Mm -hmm. we're not ready for this it's uh, i would love to have one to hang out in the house like wow this is awesome but if i went outside i would not first of all they look ridiculous second of all i wouldn't i mean the danger of it aside from again the taking the picture of whatever you're seeing that's that's cool i like that but you know i don't need just give me a pair of glasses that can do that, and I'll be happy. I don't right. need one that interfaces with my reality, like, you no. know, getting too close to 
Terminator here. <laughs> it wasn't cool. Skynet. Skynet, man. It's, it's, it wasn't it's cool coming. on the USS Enterprise when Jordy wore them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one else was wearing them. <laughs> you can see Picard saying, those are nice. Give me some of those. Yeah, I can't. I mean, you know how, like... <laughs> It's something like I don't I don't know what the statistics are on how many people actually have uh, smartphones now. Uh-huh. But could you? I mean, I couldn't imagine every other person in like the country or the planet having these things on sure. their face all the time. Like it just sounds like I think it's comparable net. to Bluetooth. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see, maybe one out of ten around this area. It's probably more popular on the coasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, around here, maybe one out of ten people that own a cell phone have the Bluetooth in their ear at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the numbers will be even less for this. Yes. <laughs> Not only will so, it man. be expensive, but I just don't see it picking up as a cool thing. I think Mm-mm. it's going to stay really in the geek realm. Um, yeah. All of your uh, IT people will we'll wear have them. them yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's probably a good thing because the people who don't need to wear them won't wear them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people that you're talking about walking out in front of traffic and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that aren't going to lie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I mean we, this, this video is showing this guy like walking around downtown. And I mean, it's mm-hmm. like busy and he's, I mean, I don't know. It just sounds like an accident waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool in theory, but in, pre- in implementation, it just seems like a mess. No, I, I would love to see this if I'm wearing this while playing a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the possibilities there, like if uh, Sony or Microsoft had this technology, yeah, sure, that or any developer that would integrate it, like instead of Connect, even like this is more appealing to me. Like you know, yeah. you can look at your HUD in a first person shooter by just like looking up at it and like you know, like here's your weapon selected, here's your ammo, right, or whatever. Yeah. Like the, the implementation that would be amazing to me. Yeah, because then I wouldn't get killed doing it, <laughs> except virtually, <laughs> know, which is fine. Yeah. I'm saying like yeah, exactly. Like I mean, as long as it's used uh, on like a domestic type of way with video games or something like that you know I'm, I'm all for that kind of stuff but I mean this is scary this guy's walking around with these things on his face yeah but yeah Can we, um, you're talking about games I mean yeah taking up the full screen of you know your yeah your you don't need a big TV anymore you know exactly get these and hey it's like the top and bottom screen of a DS you know yeah. or something like that what are you saying Tim um, can we? I'm just curious to see what like some of the comments say. Can you just scroll down a little bit and let's just okay, see. Okay, this are is on thinking. YouTube, um, uploaded by Google, by the way. If you want to see it for yourself, the first okay, <laughs> this is what we have to say, right? The very first comment, like the highest rated comment, top comment says, "But does it show power levels?" <laughs> I didn't oh, even think about. Cam that. level 37 is approaching me. Let <laughs> me summon my avatar. I love that. Okay, that that's yes, that is an awesome comment. Now, are they gonna have like apps for this? Because I will totally get one. There's like a D and D app that actually does that. <laughs> Jesse Sigley is approaching you. He's wearing a gray cloak. Can roll, has rolled a D six for invisibility. He attacks you. Perhaps. I think I, I thought I saw something about somebody mentioned something about that. That's a good point, though. Do you think if you have these things, they will force you to watch ads? Through oh, them, that's oh, a nev- that would be a oh, That is, this is sounding more and more like a if it very that, bad idea. If it did that, I would yeah be very upset. <laughs> You're driving, <laughs> and all of a sudden, boom, Coca Cola. Right. <laughs> because it stands a reason. Like you said, if it has apps, you know how like when now when you when you download free apps, it's free because they stick advertising in there. Mm-hmm. So if they applied that same thing to these glasses, that wouldn't imply that they would also have ads popping up in your glasses. Mm-hmm. Oh man, this, I, think that would, I feel sorry for this, this the direction this world is going in. <laughs> Honestly, I think that would happen regardless. Because even games that you pay, you go out and pay sixty bucks for, 
they have that, especially EA games, they have that streaming content where yeah. it'll update the ads in the game on right. billboards. They do do that. Yeah. In a sense, that's cool, but it's like, it's still, like you said, like they're just, they're milking what you can do, and it's just like, it's ruining it in a, in a big know, sense. It it's, it's interesting technology to me, but it's used, utilized in the wrong way. With great power comes great responsibility. Exactly. And now, like, uh, even in, you know, in TV shows, they'll just advertise during the program. You know, mm-hmm. like there's this. I don't want to get too far off topic, but this is sure. kind of related. There's, there's. I don't know if this show still comes on, but Hawaii Five O, whatever. Like there was yeah. a newer version of it. Yeah, I've seen the, the advertisement. And it, there's this episode where this they're advertising for Subway, but it's like written into the dialogue. So <laughs> it's it's really like is it Truman Show us? You know, like hey, would you like a lovely, delicious Subway sandwich for lunch? Basically, but like yeah, like this guy he has a Subway sandwich, and these two detectives are asking him about the sandwich, and like so you you're eating that to lose weight, and he's like. Yeah, I'm eating this to lose weight. I mean, oh he's God. like, he's like, he's like, Jared did it. I mean, this is a delicious sandwich, and like, wow, my it's BLT. the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. <laughs> like they actually wrote the advertising into like the dialogue. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's it's blatant advertising though, and it's just sad. I've noticed that on uh, NBC shows on Thursdays, uh, Community's been doing it with Subway as well. Um, but it hasn't been that blatant. Yeah. They just added a Subway store, and they have mentioned it in the storyline a lot. Right. That's cool. Um, yeah, it's cool. That's fine. It's, but we don't always go, hey, Tim, is that the new uh, the <laughs> right. double whopper from Burger King with the yeah. special sauce and blah, blah, blah? Nobody talks like that. But exactly. Like you said, when they keep it, for the, they don't sacrifice the storytelling or, any, or anything for yeah. the advertising. I'm right. cool with that. That's no problem. Most movies do that. You know, mm-hmm. They'll be drinking a Coke, but it's not like... <laughs> Actually, this Coke is delicious. You think you can pull that up real quick? What's just, that? Just uh, type in like Hawaii Five O Subway. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, sure. It's not that long, uh, but I, I really want to get y'all a reaction on this. But a lot of it, <laughs> it really sucks too, because like you mentioned, the App Store. When the App Store first came out, it wasn't like that. It was so beautiful and pure, right. and then now it's like, oh, a free app. Hey, you like this app? Sit and watch this thirty-second advertisement before you can play the app, yeah, or pay yeah. us ninety-nine cents. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this is it. We're gonna play it here. Only fifty seconds. Pretty good. You, oh my God, that's uh, so blatant. Shrimp truck, which you're bringing lunch to work. Trying to eat smarter, brother. Shrimp, perfectly healthy. <laughs> Trying to eat smarter, brother. But this subway sandwich. <laughs> okay, so you're eating these to lose weight. Is that is that right? It worked for Jared, and that boy was large. But the best thing about it. To make it anywhere you want. Oh my! <laughs> That's the end. This, this is during the episode. This is not a commercial. And usually commercials are thirty seconds long. This clip right. is fifty. Se- That's almost double the length of a commercial. <laughs> Just show me the damn commercial and get on with the show. So how many of these did you order? Five. It's still going. Five footlongs. It was a good deal. And I got breakfast with tomorrow. <laughs> Wow. Whoa. Okay, so you see what I'm saying? Like, I guess I guess the point here is that I'm just terrified that that kind of stuff is going to start happening everywhere, and these Google Glasses are just going to be another avenue of sticking ads in our face. Without a doubt. 24/7. Without a doubt. That's exactly what will happen in that medium. Damn it, Google! You're taking you're taking over complete. I'm still getting used to this new Google system now, to where like you just log in, and then all of a sudden it's YouTube, Gmail, everything, and it's all in one under one mm-hmm. login. <sighs> this is scary, this is just man. too much. <laughs> I mean, it literally looks it looks like you have the side of an iPhone stuck in the right side of your head, yeah. uh-huh. sticking out, and just it looks. No way! I don't like even wearing a blue. Even when I play Xbox Live and wear a headset, I don't mm-hmm. like wearing that thing. Yeah, it's, you know, That's after an hour, it's like, Ugh, but I have to talk to 
talk to my teammates. It's like I would not want to wear that for, I don't know, ten minutes, much less in public and look like a retard. Exactly. Or a special person. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that out. Yeah. Um. um Anyways, that's yeah. not thrilled with it. No. no, no, no cool no. idea, bad execution. We'll no. see how it changes. We um, need to change as a as a <laughs> society on so many different levels first mm-hmm. before we can be ready for something like this. Like crime needs to like no longer exist. <laughs> Again, minority <laughs> report, but the pre crime department. Right. Right. <laughs> Trey keeps hitting the mic. <laughs> I talk with my hands. You can't see it, but it's amazing. <laughs> I paint a vivid picture. Okay. <laughs> All right, Captain America 2 gets a release date. Hell yeah. Um, a lot of these sequels for the Avengers characters are getting release dates. So Captain America has April 4th, 2014. Wow. So, so we are years. looking at a post-Avengers future for these characters, like we were talking about before, where are they going to mm-hmm. go? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they have a direction planned. I mean, they're slapping dates on each of these guys. Yeah, they are. Is that the first confirmed date post-Avengers for one of their movies? Or does Iron Man 3 or Thor 2 have a, anything yet? Do you know? Or uh, I believe Iron Man... Uh, I don't know if it's had a release date posted on it, but I think it has a filming schedule hmm. now. Yeah, it uh, it definitely has a director. Um, Shane Black is directing. Oh, yeah, Iron Con Air and uh, yeah. General's Daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's pretty good. That'd be interesting to see how, what he brings to the, the genre, being having that action movie background. Yeah. Be interesting. Did did that happen to mention if um, <clears throat> Joe Johnston was going to direct the sequel as well? Did no, I mean um, it wasn't mentioned here. Okay. But I mean, I guess that's... they haven't finalized all that stuff yet. Um, yeah, but hey, I mean any any news on on these movies is good news to me. You know, I I want them to keep making them. I just I just still have the same concern that I had. I brought this up in uh, our first episode with my Avengers concerns. Actually, I want to mm-hmm. see what your opinion is on it. Um, in Captain America 2, assuming that it takes place in the present, because they could always say, well, let's just make it take place in that period of time, you know, like the montage scene in Captain America 1, mm-hmm. maybe Captain America 2 could take place in that. But I think the Avengers is going to be so huge, they're just going to decide to go ahead and bring Captain America to the present for the sequel. So how do you explain the other Avengers not showing up in Captain America 2? Well, I think, I mean, again, I think it, it's a good point, but... From coming from a comics background too, you know, it's mm-hmm. like all these characters have their own series, but then they also, you know, Cap also appears in the Avengers. Sometimes he guest stars in Spider Man when he just happens to be, oh, I'm in New York, and oh, hey, Spider Man, let's team up and fight, you know, Man Wolf or whatever. So mm-hmm. to me, it's just they're knighting in the Avengers movie from what we know, you know, because Loki brings some sort of alien race or right. something, you know, there's a threat larger than any one of them can handle. So, but you make a good point. Like, I mean, is Thor just kind of hanging out in Asgard, like, oh, I wonder what Cap's doing today, yeah. you know, like, yeah. oh, I'm busy, Red Skull's back, wait a bit, I don't need your help, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, so, I mean, that really doesn't bother me because of, that's very comic book-esque as uh-huh. far as, like, the the way it's structured, uh, I'm just curious as to who they're going to bring in for Captain America 2 as the villain, because mm-hmm. coming off of Avengers, you know, apparently there's just some sort of other dimensional or alien invasion, yeah. whichever one it is, yet, so... Are they going to... I assume they'll do the, a good enough job like they've done so far with Thor, Cap, and Iron Man 1 and 2 leading up to the Avengers, also coming away from the Avengers, and maybe even setting up for Avengers 2 through a story arc or whatever. Yeah. So this early in the game, I'm not... You know, I'm excited for any new Marvel movie, like you said. Right, right, like, right. I mean, they've done... They've all been great to me so far, from uh, in my opinion. Uh, 
It's gonna be. It's really Cap is the one I'm most worried about because where who's he gonna fight? Because of course his main nemesis is the Red Skull. I mean, mm-hmm. he, has, he has he has a little rogues gallery. They're not as well known as Spider Man or Batman, right? You know, so I mean, are they gonna pull another Marvel character to be his foil, or is? I mean, there's there's of course there's speculation that Red Skull is in Avengers, but nothing's been confirmed yet right. or anything. So, is the Skull coming back? Because in the comics, they're both in present day. So it's gonna be mm-hmm. very interesting to see where they take him. I think more so even than Thor. Or Iron Man, because Iron Man has a nice little, nice size rogues gallery as well. Yeah. You know, with uh, his background, the comics, and uh, Thor's got a ton of the uh, Asgardian, like Enchantress, and a whole bunch of other, mm-hmm. you know, foils for him to fight face instead of fighting Loki in every movie. Yeah, so it's going to be very interesting where they take this to me. Like, I'm very excited to see now that the Avengers has been set up where it's going to go. Yeah, so that's what I'm excited for. So we'll see. You know, yeah. I'm not really worried. I'm excited. Put okay. it that way. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, I really just want to be, I, I'm definitely excited right now. I just, I wish I could just accept the excitement, but mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just concerned because I, you know, it's like, it, I mean, yeah, okay, this headline says that it will, in fact, pick up the storyline from the Avengers. Mm-hmm. So, okay. you know, Captain America 2, whatever happens at the end of the Avengers is basically going to set the storyline for Captain America Part 2. So that could possibly mean that whatever these extra things villains are one of them could be left over and maybe captain america will have to deal with them or somehow what happens in the avengers will bring red skull back that's exactly what i was thinking you said that maybe because the, they're gonna have a scene at the end of the credits of course and that's gonna tell us like oh shit skull's back or whatever's gonna happen so <laughs> yeah. that's gonna be cool but uh i mean i think the worries are conf- are grounded and, and that's a good thing because they've done such a good job so far and the avengers to me just overwhelming excitement a high bar to live up to mm-hmm. I have faith in, faith in Joss Whedon I think it's going to meet my expectations and I think it might even exceed them yeah. so honestly my only worry is like when the bar has been set that high from the Avengers movie exactly. the, these sequels yeah. have to keep up that they momentum do. to the next one because Avengers this is what it's been leading to this is the big right. epic moment and then they got to keep that going for the next big epic moment You're right. and Avengers 2 or wherever yeah. they, they go from there so it's going to be interesting I'm excited, <laughs> and I, I, honestly, I would say I'm, I'm, I'm worried, you know, how they, like I just said, how they're going to be post-Avengers. Right. You know, as long as they're as good as the originals, that's fine. That, that sometimes that usually doesn't work in Hollywood, but mm-hmm. I think the Marvel Studios have done such a good job with Thor, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Captain America, and the upcoming Avengers that I'm not worried yet. There hasn't been a Spider-Man 3 or an X-Men 3 to bomb mm-hmm. this yeah. out, this, this, this production company out yet. So they got a good track record. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm usually not. When it comes to geekly stuff, it's like, yeah. oh, they're going to mess it up. They're going to yeah. add, you know, they're going to take out the teenager and the mutant and blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm more negative when they do stuff like that. But th- there's a good pedigree and there's a good precedent stated here. So yeah, I'm but excited. You, you brought up a good point about um, every movie after the Avengers will kind of, in a way, have to be bigger than the Avengers. But will they be? I just don't see it. I can see you know what I mean? Thor 2 being because of who they can pull from from that. Yeah. But again, we don't know what they have up their sleeve. Captain America might be fighting the freaking, you know, Baron Zemo and the Masters of Evil. It mm. might be more epic than we could even think of right now. Yeah. You know, uh, same thing with Iron Man 3. You know, he might be fighting the Mandarin and Fin Fang Foom or something entirely that you, we can't even think of right now. Yeah. And then in The Avengers 2, it's the Krieger, the Skull, Skrull are invading, and who knows what's going to happen. So yeah. there's so much potential there, but we just don't know where it's going. So I think the worries are definitely, definitely like something to take into consideration. But if, you know, honestly, the name that keeps coming up that, that settles my worried mind is Joss Whedon. Yeah. He, like, I'm not, a, I'm not a big Buffy fan. I love Firefly and Dr. Horrible. He's very talented. He knows his stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's what kind of, if he, him being t- in totally in control of the Avengers, 
and presumably the sequel and how they're laying it out, that's enough for me to be like, I'm, 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 I know it's going to be good, so I'm not too worried. But there, there's yeah. always that little <laughs> bit like, because this is a, they're walking a fine line too. They can they can yeah. mess it up really quickly. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen. But again, this is Hollywood. Whatever whatever the people above them think are going to make money, that's what's going to happen. And yeah, and that's I guess that comes down to what my biggest concerns are is that it, it's clearly going to be about money. Because I mean, if it wasn't, then they would just. I, you know, it's not necessary to make another Iron Man movie, another Thor movie, another Captain America movie. They could just make sequels to the Avengers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they all, all those movies built up to this one. That's um, true. So, and I think Steven actually brought this concern up before, is that will each one of those movies build up to Avengers, to the second Avengers movie? Mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of like, then you lose your your ability to have a cohesive story in each Mm-hmm. film because they're all leading to this one bigger film my you hunch know, would be they just... wouldn't the sequels won't lead up to a big one honestly when you, when you say it like that that mm-hmm. made me, make, makes me think I think because the original movies Captain America 1 Thor 1 Iron Man 1 you got two in there too but you, we have the origins established now right so and then they all the, uh, those four movies lead up to the Avengers I would guess that the There'll be hints of what will be in Avengers 2 in these movies, mm-hmm. but it'll be more like the after the credits type thing like they were before. There'll be self-contained cool. stories, yeah. but lead up to it to where in a, in a minute way right? to where it's not, you know, it's like, you know, Nick Fury's Samuel L's going to be sitting there. Yo, we got to get the Avengers back together. Like yeah. something else is happening, you know, and then like awesome montage of Thor grabbing his hammer, Cap grabbing his shield, Hawkeye grabbing his bow, Black Widow cocking her pistol, whatever she's going to do with that. And then, you know, Avengers 2. Yeah. Or whatever so <laughs> but uh I, as long as they keep going like the way they're going because the the awesome and i like what you pointed out too because the thing is these movies are making money they're making money yeah staying really true to the comics and keeping that spirit of the comic alive mm-hmm. which being an older geek that's what i that's what i latch right. onto and that's what i appreciate because mm-hmm. you know, there's before this there were so many comic book movies that failed because they didn't maintain that correlation they changed too much they made it too weird too stupid they got away from the geekiness of it to get to the money-making aspect of it with the figures and the merchandising or whatever yeah but these are staying so true to the comic enough to where most people 90 percent of people i would guess you know are comfortable with it it's not like oh the whole thor is an alien thing well you know what in reality if they're coming from another dimension that's practically the same thing as another planet right in a sense they would be considered an alien don't get caught up on a definition <laughs> so that's my opinion but yeah i think i think it'll work out good yeah okay yeah me too i mean you know i, I have my concerns but will i be in the theater watching it damn right damn exactly <laughs> i guess we'll be sitting right next to you my friend, so. <laughs> well additional dates we have iron man 3 coming out may 3rd 2013 oh so that's gonna be before cap yeah that's actually oh, so. probably the next one that comes out and then also before cap is thor 2 on november 15th now, see, 2013 that's, I, that's weird now because they're saying that captain america 2 is going to pick up the storyline from the avengers but yet we have two other films coming out before captain america 2 so mm-hmm. does that mean that those two films just won't address anything that happened in the Avengers film? It's a possibility. It seems like they might, again, in the comics, even uh, like when Civil War was going on in the comics, like the other issues still kept going. Mm-hmm. And some of them had crossovers, like Spider-Man had a Civil War issue or whatever. I guess that's, that actually might be a terrible example because there was a huge crossover for that. So let me go back even further. Uh, Infinity Gauntlet. That was a self-contained six-issue story. Mm-hmm. But even though Spider-Man's fighting in space against Thanos, he still has this individual issue going right. on at that, you know. So it's like, there's not exactly a, a definitive chronology mm-hmm. in a lot of these stories. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the verbiage of this leads me to think that Captain America 2, more so than Thor 2 or Iron Man 3, will set 
up what's happening in the Avengers. Much right. like at the end of Captain America, they reveal that Loki, I think it was, was that the one with the Cosmic Cube? Yeah. At the end mm-hmm. of Captain Cap, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean that basically that tells you what's going to happen in Avengers. Right. Loki's there, the Cosmic Cube's there. It's about to hit the fan. Mm-hmm. That more so than you know, I think Iron Man two was Thor's hammer. The end of Thor, I don't remember what the scene at the end was on Thor. That that was the Cosmic Cube. Oh, that oh that was yeah. okay. Yeah, Captain mm-hmm. America then was I guess they found it. Oh yeah, no, that, yeah, that was when they brought him. That was when he was in rea- uh, yeah, modern day. Yeah, he came. In the yeah, present. okay, yeah. So actually, then Thor and Cap kind of more so set the stage more so than. Uh, Iron Man 2 did. Iron Man 2 led up to Thor. Thor led up to Captain America and Avengers, and then Captain America's leading right up into the Avengers. Okay, so, so yeah. They're as far as the staff after the credit scenes, because Cap yeah. takes place in the, you know, World War II and then President after the credits, so yeah. it's going to be interesting how they do it. I'm Knowing now the time frame like that towards another Iron Man, another Thor, then a Cap, then most likely an Avengers 2, because you know it's going to be a blockbuster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. going to be really interesting to see if they maintain that that momentum again mm-hmm. is it going to be more relevant? Like you know, like you're saying how like they could tie it in, or is it going to be another after the credits? Like oh look, Mandarin's picking up his rings and summoning Fin Fang Foom, or mm-hmm. the Crawl Scree War is happening, or Phoenix is coming. Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> you know, so awesome. so we'll see. It's going to be exciting. It's definitely going to be these more so than even the original three Cap Thor uh, Iron Man af- post Avengers after the credit scenes. I think are going to be way more interesting because we're now in a post Avengers world. Right. So now it's Anything where are they going to take these characters? Yeah. They got yeah. them introduced. Where are they going to go now? It's going to be exciting. Great. Well, that's yeah. One thing's for sure. It would definitely be exciting, and we're all pumped for it. <laughs> Ready to get our Avengers tattoos, boys? Oh yeah. <laughs> I call Cap. <laughs> all right. Well, that's your first dose of geek news, and I'll be back at the end of the show for your second. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Uh, we're going to move on along now to. Um, <laughs> My review thoughts, etc., on Avatar: The Last Airbender, the more so the animated series. Um, neither of you guys have seen that. Mm-hmm. You're very alone. On this. <laughs> <laughs> You're on an island. Yeah. I will say, I used back in the day, I used to watch a lot of uh, anime, but more mm-hmm. so before it was so popular over here. I'm talking like Ninja Scroll, Akira, uh, Fist of the North Star. Before mm-hmm. they became se- less well animated series. And all that. So I'm familiar with what you're talking about, and I have seen the the M Night Shyamalan Lama Ding Dong disaster right. piece of a movie, right. but I'm not familiar with the the series. So, okay, well, we just use that as an opportunity to familiar you guys, familiarize you guys <laughs> with it as well. So, um, teach us. First of all, the reason why I'm even I decided to talk about this today is because uh, next weekend, uh, Saturday, uh, I believe it's the 14th, the new Last Airbender series is going to premiere on Nickelodeon. Uh, it's called The Legend of Korra, and it's basically a sequel to Avatar The Last Airbender. As in the movie or the previous series? The, the previous series, yeah. Oh. There's not gonna, as far as I know, there's not going to be any more movies because they pretty much just sank that ship. And that doesn't have anything to bear on the, the animated series, correct? As, as, as far as like no a tie-in saying. or anything? The, like it's not the live action It's one? just a live-action version. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, basically, the, I mean, okay, so Avatar The Last Airbender is basically about this. Um. It, it kind of takes place in, you know, it's not a specific time period, really, but it, it, it can be assumed that it's maybe in the uh, the 1800s or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the world is basically divided up into four nations, um, each one based on an element. So you have mm-hmm. earth, fire, wind, and water. Um, and there are people in each nation that have, not all of them, but some of them have the ability to bend whatever that element is. If you're familiar with, uh, you know, Chinese mythology and stuff like that bending basically means they can control these elements 
and use them to fight, etc. So the water tribe has some water benders. The air tribe, the air nomads have air benders. The fire nation has fire benders, and the earth kingdom has earth benders. Wait, there's, there's no heart benders? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> that would complete the circle, and Captain Planet could come to this, this <laughs> no. world and help these people. Yeah, I don't know how they would have really explained the whole heart thing in this thing that, oh, God. <laughs> anyway. I just had to throw that in there. Right, of course. It's going mean, to be a lot na- of that. Naturally, it seeing makes as you, we know nothing about that. <laughs> it makes you think of that. Um, but there's also there's an avatar that is born uh, every basic, like, there can only be one avatar at a time. And what avatar means is that there's one person who can control all four elements. No one can do that except for the avatar. And the avatar is basically just born into a different tribe each lifetime. So once one avatar dies, a new one is born, basically, into, like, another child. Is it, like, the moment they die? Is it, like, a continual process? You know what I'm saying? Or is it, like, it's been 200 years since the last avatars appeared? Is it more, you know what I'm saying? Is it, like, almost like a... uh, Buddhist belief, I believe. You know, when someone dies, or they're, they're like they're, they die, someone's born. You know what I'm saying? Is no, it like that? Or is no, it more I think it's more style, so like, like um, if the avatar dies, one of the children that one of the children that are about to be born would be the next avatar. Okay, yeah, like it's not okay. like one will be born exactly when he dies, but I guess at random, maybe. Yeah. But it's not at random, really, because it's it's whatever the next element is in the cycle. Gotcha. Like they go in order from like air, water earth fire or something like that please don't send me hate mail if that's wrong um but basically the star of this show is ang and he's an airbender and he's the uh the avatar so in the new series the next avatar is going to be a waterbender and then when she dies the next one will be an earthbender when okay. and then so fire this new series like then that. picks up after ang's death then i would assume since there's yeah, a new right. airbender or right. uh whatever bender yeah a new so, uh, avatar. Yeah. So, I mean, is there a time frame on that? You know, like for the fan, like fans like you of the series, like yeah. this is 100 or 50 years after the last episode that you yeah. saw of... Okay, so it, but yeah. it, it continues the, the storyline or the there's not like a gap or anything. No, apparently it's uh, it's 70 years later. So after the last, basically the last episode of, uh, of Avatar takes place 70 years later with a new avatar who's a waterbender and she, unlike Aang, and Aang's story... He had to go learn the other three uh, elements, mm-hmm. right? Because basically what was happening is, is that the Fire Nation decided that they wanted to just take over everything. So they, they pretty much tried to, they're trying to kill every Avatar that comes along because they know that the Avatar is the only person that can stop them. Mm-hmm. So they, they tried to do that. So Aang, while he had the ability to bend all of the elements, he still has to learn how to do them. So the series is, is broken up into three books. And the first book is uh, water, and then the next one is earth, and then the final one is fire. And this it's probably about twenty episodes or so, so okay. like per book, like each season, it's like that. Um, so he has to go through and like learn all three of them. But in the new series, apparently Korra, the new Avatar, she already knows, she already has three of them mastered. So it's going to pick up with her learning air. So as she's going to actually. Um, I believe it's Aang's son who's going to be her teacher. So we're definitely going to get a lot of, um, I don't know if we'll see, I, I feel like we'll see Aang in this series somewhere. Maybe in the beginning, like, oh, right. there will be another. <laughs> because uh, another thing that, that's really unique about this show is that it has a lot of, it, there's a spirit world. Mm-hmm. And then through the spirit world, you can see these kinds of things. You can see the ghosts of other people. You can see sort of like the, Jedi's. 
Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, it all comes back to Star Wars. Of course. <laughs> it's funny that you said that because today I posted on Facebook a picture of the Avatar. I didn't see that. You right, posted that. Yeah, and they were dressed in Star Wars garb. So apparently the creators are probably big fans of Star Wars too. So when I first saw the picture, I thought it was the Boondocks character. So I saw the dude because the art, the, the, the anime style yeah. is is similar. Yeah. Until I saw the dude with the uh, like the arrow. Right. Tattoo, I guess, on yeah. his head or whatever, like mm-hmm. from the movie, and everything. I knew like the, how he looked animated wise. So it was like, oh, that's Avatar. So yeah. it was definitely cool. Maybe that's what kind of brought it up in my mind. So exactly. Um, so what was my point? <laughs> this is based on a true story, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's also based on a true story. No. Um, but yeah, there's a spirit world. So um, I'm pretty sure Aang will show up in the spirit world because you can you can see like in Aang's adventures, he got to actually kind of talk to the previous avatars through the spirit world and and. There's this avatar state that he goes into, uh, which in the beginning, he can't really control that. It's like a defense mechanism mm-hmm. that kind of kicks in where his eyes start to glow and he starts to like float in the air and the, he almost loses it. Like crazy shit starts like to happen. Super Saiyan or something. Or... Yeah. But that, that brings me up to a good point, though, is that um, the, the way I came about this show is because my friend slash old roommate, Mike, told me about it which i of course i had seen commercials for and stuff like that but i had just kind of written it off because i was like well it comes with nickelodeon and it might be a little more kid friendly than i may want in my shows so he was trying to get me to watch this show for like a year and then one day you know i was on netflix and they put the entire series on, on there and i was like god bless netflix yeah yep. i was like well let me just check it out it is now like my second favorite animated show of all time. So would your first be Dragon Ball, I would yes. assume? <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, is that in a, in a lot of ways, this show is actually better than Dragon Ball Z. Um, definitely in terms of story. Like, Dragon Ball Z is not known for its story. I mean, there's just so many plot holes in it. Like, Dragon Ball Z is known for its action, the fighting, the power, that kind of stuff. This show has an amazing story from, like, start to finish. Mm-hmm. And it has the action and the fighting and et cetera and stuff like that. I mean... You know, they would if you if you had an episode of Dragon Ball Z where all they did was talk, it would be like the most boring episode ever. Yeah. <laughs> but on this show, if they talk, it's still an interesting show. You know what I mean? They can have an episode to where nobody fights or strikes a blow or anything like that. And it's still an amazing show. Well, that makes a difference too. It gives it yeah. that that quality. Like you said, Dragon Ball Z, like that was a little after my time, so to speak, as a you know, to where I was interested in stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested in, don't get me wrong, you know, but it's like my brother loved it. And every time I'd see him watching, I'm like, oh, these series are fighting. Why are they fighting? He's like, I don't know. You know, it's, <laughs> it's like it doesn't matter. I mean, it was, it was you know, cool. they're yeah. floating above the earth, picking up mountains and, right. you know, uh, the green dude, Piccolo. Yeah. That, uh, that's as far as I go on Dragon Ball Z. Like, <laughs> I like him. He was like, always like, cool looking with his little turban and stuff. Like, right. I was like, oh, that dude's cool. I like him. He's my favorite. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but uh, I like, like, going back to the older. The manga movies, you know, before before it really caught on over here in the states, uh, as much as it is now, at least where mm-hmm. there's a lot, there's a there's a heavy influence in that even in comic book art, as well as animation, which I think is good because that style is so I love that style. It's yeah. much more realistic than like the old He Man cartoons where it's mm-hmm. they reuse the same running animation and blah blah blah. But uh, the older animation, the manga stuff was ex- so good, and like of course yeah. it was it was mature. Mm-hmm. So a Ninja Scroll, I mean, that's probably the bloodiest cartoon I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, you know, but it also, like you said, it has a story. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of these series like this, because there's a ton of them now, but there's only a few you kind of hear of over and over. Right. So this is one of them, you know. So it's like uh, they 
that an- the animation from Japan and everything and all that, usually the series, they have that story. Mm-hmm. You know, Dragon Ball Z, I can't, I mean, my brother watched it again, so I just, uh, every time I saw it, I saw a fight scene. Right. You know, so <laughs> I don't have much to go on from there, you know, but I, I like hearing that, you know, that you're saying this, this makes me more interested in it yeah. because uh, there's mm-hmm. a good, solid story. Oh, there's a, there's a, the, the story is, is amazing. And uh, it's very influenced by the, you know, Japanese anime. Obviously, you can look at it. And from a distance, you would think that that's what it is. Uh, of course, oh, so show, it isn't. No, no. Wow. I'm sorry. Actually, no. This show is American. Yeah. Wow. That, like 100%. That blows my mind, honestly. Yeah. Because looking at it, I would assume this is something that was big in Japan. Right. Brought over here, dubbed, and it's just as big over here. Yeah. That, that, blows, that, that, that blows my mind that this is an American-made thing. I, I think yeah. that's awesome, though. Yeah, that that's awesome. Both the creators are American, and I mean, they obviously took influences from yeah, I mean, uh, it Eastern lo- philosophy and stuff. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's American, and that's another thing that's great about it. Because I mean, we don't do we have any other really epic, well written, well animated shows that are like you know American? Not right now. Right now. Now back in the nineties, I'd say yeah, we oh, got yeah, we, we had, had a discussion on our hands about <laughs> the animated series X Men. Yeah. Uh, you know, but now like you know. I was a joke with my wife the other day, actually, like, I'm so glad I have the DVD seasons of, like, He-Man and X-Men, Gargoyles, you know, these old right. cartoons that, they had a story, they were good. Because I'll flip channels today, on Saturday morning, and it's a bunch of crap. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, like, these old shows like X-Men and Master of the Universe, Thundercats, they still keep, even the, the new Thundercats, I will change my, I will add that, saying that is mm-hmm. an awesome, like, you know, that's a recent one that I've seen. Yeah. I was so blown away how good they handled, like, this reinvention mm-hmm. of the Thundercats and kept, stayed true to the original, like... That's one of the few that I've seen recently. God bless you. I think Cartoon Network did it, I believe. Thundercats? I think, yeah. I think, it was, was it Cartoon Network? I mean, they... Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure I, it Thundercats... It like it was, was on there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I like, watched it online because okay. I was never home when it was on, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure it was on uh, Cartoon Network. Yeah. Yeah. It actually was that, which, like, that... And to me, that was the first series that I've seen or heard about, I should say, in a long time that, like, I was like, wow, like... An awesome, like my kid would watch this. Like, you mm. know, I would let, I was like, yes, you can watch this. You're not watching, you know, Powerpuff Girls or whatever the random cartoons are on now, like, because they're, they're nowhere near like they used to they're be. Not, they're really They've not. fallen off, which is sad, but thank God for DVD and, you know, Cartoon Network bringing back a style of animation that, and a storyline that appeals to older people that grew up on the cheesier, less well animated storyline of the Thundercats mm. to the modern day. Like, God bless them. Like, that's so. And then you know, Avatar is also American made, and I, th- I believe this was too. So it's that's exciting to me. That makes me more enthusiastic yeah. about right. modern animation mm-hmm. than I have been in a while. Mm-hmm. Because again, I assume most of the stuff's dialed in from Japan. Okay, let's get some cheap voice actors, and oh yes, we should stop him. Blah blah, you know. Right. So that's that's really good to hear. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad um, that they're making a new series because it's a it's it's kind of a miracle that anything else uh, based on this show is is. Even coming out well, now after, after the movie. film. So you did see the movie. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, I, I, I actually saw the movie before I ever watched the series. So I knew that it was a bad movie, but I didn't know exactly why until I watched the series. Mm-hmm. And now that I've watched the series, I realized that he, Shyamalan basically, he took the entire book one, which is like 20 plus episodes, and put all of Try that into one movie. And, and then, you know, an hour and 40 minute movie at that, you know, had he made the movie two hours and 10, 20 minutes, it probably would have been a good movie. But he basically tried to cram all of that stuff into one film. And that's I mean, that's that. And, you know, there was some questionable acting. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean it, you know. it, was it a bad movie? Yes. There are some bad movies I love to death. Mm-hmm. 
and I mean, I can the effects in this movie I thought were pretty good. I was excited yeah. from the first trailer where Ang, I think it was Aang, you said yeah. it was like in the room with the candles and like blowing them out, right? But, you know, and then it goes out and there's this huge armada coming. I was like, oh hell yeah. yeah! I love martial arts movies. This ought to be, you know, I'm excited for this. I don't know a thing about the cartoon. That's how I was but I'm going to go too. see it. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, why is he like floating in this wall of water with a fat Falcor from the Neverending Story and like buried <laughs> under ice? And it just well, I think, like you said, there was definitely too much story that he tried to cram in. Yeah. I, I think the core story was cool, like the, like when they met the Earthbenders and all that. I mean, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, that, that's that would be so that would be so awesome if I could go back in time to a Shaw Brothers movie and give them this idea, right? And say like the classic martial arts was make this movie because <laughs> it would be the baddest ass martial arts movie ever. Yeah. But uh, in the movie, I mean, there's no way around it. it was terrible. Like, yeah, it was again, terrible. I, I can appreciate some bad movies, but this one, it don't have a lick of credit in my book. Like. <laughs> bye bye M Night. You know you got to redeem yourself, dude. Yeah, it all. I mean, it almost made me not want to watch the series. But I'm glad I just said, well, that's a movie that doesn't represent the source material, mm-hmm. which is very good. You know, I mean, I was I can't even explain how awesome that show is. You know, I mean, I enjoyed it so much. So like, it's on Netflix right now for free, the entire series. So I mean, I I just I started watching like an episode every night. You know, I was like, well, it's only like 30 minutes. Let yeah. me just watch an episode every night before I go to bed. So I kind of, you know, I went through it relatively fast, I guess. And if I had a day off, I'd watch more so, than one episode. Yeah. But um, I love it's, it. I'm, I'm really excited about the new the new one. This is what, what's on Netflix complete the story? It you does. Know, is it pretty much A to Z? Like, yeah, or, it's like, okay. it, it's obvious that they wanted to end the story there, not that they got canceled. That's something good, that's like good that. to hear because like, yeah, I hate no, when that happens. It definitely comes to a, you know, a definite conclusion. And that's another thing about it is that they knew when to end it. You know what I mean? They said, we that's told rare. our story that's and that's rare. it. Like, had they gone beyond that, you know, then it probably would have gotten stale and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, three books. He learned all the, he, he learned all the elements and he defeated the Fire Nation Fire Lord and that was it. You know, but now we're getting this story 70 years later with, the, you know, obviously there's going to be a new threat now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pumped about it. I mean, the art looks way better. Like the art was fantastic in the in the regular series, but you know now since technology has, because I think Last Airbender probably ended in like 2008, something like that. Wow. Yeah. So it's been a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, next weekend the new series will be starting, and it's looking pretty awesome. Now, do you think it would be detrimental not to have seen the previous season before checking out the new one, or basically what you said yeah. is a good enough primer to where if I watch this first episode, I'd be like, oh. I'm I'm interested. Uh huh. Um, you know I don't I don't think it'd be one of those things to where you have to watch the previous one because since it does place take place uh seventy years later, mm-hmm. you know I don't I don't think too many of the events from the first series will be that important and anything that is important I think they'll tell you again. Mm-hmm. You know, Aang will show up in a vision or something like that. They'll show a flashback or uh, some kind of a uh, summary or something like that. I mean. So I don't I don't think you necessarily would have to watch it, although I would recommend everybody <laughs> watch it. Or at least pick out a couple of choice episodes. At the very least, watch the final ep- like the final, I think like the it's like a, the final four episodes or something like that. All gotta that. go together like right. almost like it's a just movie like this in a sense. huge climax, like conclusion, and it's just it's it's awesome. I'll definitely so, check it out. Uh, I mean, again, I'm if sitting it's on here Netflix, like smiling watch, and stuff. I'll I just, watch anything on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Even like Sherlock Holmes versus 
Doctor Doom or whatever. There was, there's a movie on Netflix. Not to get <laughs> too far off. I only had this movie in my queue for one reason. It's called Sherlock Holmes versus something. I can't. Remember, it escapes me. But uh-huh. on the cover of the picture on Netflix is Sherlock Holmes at the top. I, I assume to be Watson. And then there's like uh, the Tower of London, and there's like a T Rex on the t- on the Tower of London, oh, yeah, yeah. and like either an octopus or a great white fighting it. Right. So I want to know what Sherlock Holmes does in this situation. <laughs> I, I haven't watched it yet, but it's on Netflix. Yeah, I think I've seen that. Uh, I mean, not the film, but the. I've I seen mean, the cover that. alone yeah. is where like. Oh, I have to add this to my instant queue. You know something? I think that's one of those those films that just like came out whenever the Robert Downey Jr. version oh, yeah, came like really out. Really quickly, right? Let's take some stock footage. Because there's that company, <laughs> the Asylum. The Asylum. They they make all these like cheap versions terrible, of, of big budget movies. movies. And I don't want to say that that's. I don't know if that they're the ones who made that, but I get that kind guess. of vibe from it. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But um, yeah. So basically, all I have to say about that is that I'm really pumped to see Legend of Korra. Um. They did actually release the first two episodes online for like a weekend, like two weeks ago. It was something like if 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 our page gets so many likes, we'll put up the first two episodes. Oh, like a they marketing did that. scheme. Yeah, and I missed that, but um, luckily I don't have to wait that much longer for it because well, there you go. Saturday it'll be on. So check that out tomorrow. Any fans of that? So Cartoon Network. Uh, or? Nickelodeon. Okay. Nickelodeon. I don't have the time on it, but that shouldn't be too hard to. Throw that on your DVRs. <laughs> Easy enough. Okay. Well, at this point, we're going to go into preview review. And we're going to see what we have lined up for that. Yes, a special preview review. Um, first off, let me say there's two types of people in this world. There's people who still watch Family Guy. <laughs> then there's people who stopped watching Family Guy. Well, there's a third person. There's that, that person who's never watched Family Guy, which is me. Never. Oh, okay. I've seen like two episodes. Oh, wow. In passing. Hmm. I'm a South Park to the core person. Well, same here. I watched Family Guy before they got canceled. Mm-hmm. And I was one of those people who bought the DVDs before it was popular <laughs> to do so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, after yeah. they came back, I didn't watch it very much. But um, the movie we're pe- preview reviewing is Ted from Seth MacFarlane. Oh, the creator. Okay. Yeah. Is and, it animated? Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. It, it's... Um, yeah, well, you'll find out. It, it is not animated. Well, part of it is animated. He plays a character that is animated so in the it's, film. It's Stewie's voice. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. For these preview <laughs> reviews, I usually watch it to make sure it's somewhat interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, but these guys don't. And normally, Steven, in your case. Um, and it sounds like Peter Griffin talking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Peter Griffin mixed with uh, the dog. What's his name? Brian. Know. Brian. It's like yeah. the only thing I heard about this movie is that it's it's like the 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 stuffed bear, whatever it is. Uh-huh. I think he's supposed to be. Yeah. Just sounds like the Family Guy characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which which prompted them to say that they should have just made they should have just named him Rupert after Stewie's actual teddy bear. That's a good point. You know, if he was going to sound like that, why not just call him Rupert? But I don't know. I haven't seen the actual trailer yet. So, Well, in a sense, it's almost an unfair thing to say because these voice actors like Hank Azaria, like, I mean, he does like 80 voices on The Simpsons. So yeah. I'm sure he's out of voices. So if he does any voice in any movie, it's like, oh, that sounds like Mo. Oh, yeah, there's that's Homer, a good point. you know? That's a good so, point. So I mean, because Tom, Mc, I mean, Tom McFarlane, Seth McFarlane <laughs> does do a lot of uh, other voices on the show. I know, I know he does. Yeah. yeah. Like, he does so Stewie most, and Peter. At, at the very least, he does Stewie and Peter. Well, that's like no, two of the ones does, that I could identify. He, he so does uh, Quagmire. Quagmire. That's the 
Big chin. Giggity, giggity. Okay, yeah. 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 Now you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> um, Also in this movie, uh, the star is Marky Mark. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> what was that side for? Well, I'm, a, I'm a 50-50 Mark Wahlberg fan. Sure. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah, he's, I'm either he's, he's good or he's bad. I love him. not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go over and talk to this goat. Hey, goat, what's up? Yeah, what's How's your mother? How's your mother? Everybody can do a Mark. He's like, he's like a uh, Christopher Walken impression. Everybody can do Marky Mark <laughs> and Christopher Walken. Yeah. Are they good? No. But anyway, but uh, I loved him and the other guys. I thought that mm-hmm. was a perfect pairing between him and Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. The Fighter, that was Christian Bale's movie. It he was, he totally. just like Wahlberg. You were in that movie because I was watching <laughs> Christian Bale. Even yeah. when you were, he wasn't yeah, even was on in screen. That movie. <laughs> <laughs> How's your mother? How's your and mother? He, you know, but uh, so I'm, uh, he's not my favorite. I think uh, he can do good, yeah. but it's not like oh, Mark Marky Mark's in. I'm gonna go see it. Oh, this is gonna be a great <laughs> movie. <laughs> I'm gonna get some good vibrations from this movie. <laughs> That's gonna be a funky movie, y'all. <laughs> feel it, feel it. <laughs> so, uh, and the female lead is Mila Kunis. Ding, 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 hey. ding, ding, ding. Winner. <laughs> well, okay. Obviously, she got the role. Probably helped that she is the voice of Meg in Family Guy. Are you serious? This is true. Yeah, yeah wow. she is. Did not know yeah, that. She took over from uh, the other girl. Some chick. I don't know who the other girl was. Uh, uh, Shaver. From Party of Five, Lacey Shaver. Oh, yeah. well, right. She yeah. did it first. I used to have a huge then crush she, on her. She quit due to uh, content. She oh. didn't like what oh, was. Right. Oh, really? It took her that long? I know. <laughs> no, here's what I know about Family Guy. I know Seth MacFarlane. I know some right. of the main characters. And I also know they get their plots by a bunch of like seals in a tank pushing balls into <laughs> manatees, a tube. Yeah, yeah. And manatees from South Park. Or into South Park, yeah. So, I did not know that. That's interesting. I know well, she has a lot of robot chicken stuff. Yeah. Every now and then you pretty yeah, much Lacey Shaver? I mean, uh, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're a tight-knit family over there. I and that's because her, um, the redhead, what's his face? Seth Green. Seth Green yeah. is also a voice on Family Guy. Yeah. Who is he? He plays Chris, her the brother. Son? Oh, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The big fat whiny guy. Yeah, that's a funny voice. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So yeah, I love, they I, love the they, <laughs> I love the way they kind of keep it in house, though. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. that's awesome. I mean, they're they're getting all the money, but the fact that Mila Kunis <laughs> in there is in there, man, I, I like that. I love her. Because she's a good know. actress. Like, I mean, even before Black Swan, when she was in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, because mm-hmm. I, I remember watching that seventy show. I've seen like maybe one or two episodes because right. the dude that played Clarence Boddicker from RoboCop's in it. You're right. So like, I like he's awesome. Uh, so like she was great in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. She was great in Black Swan. So that's a plus for me that she's in this. But like, you know I like what her the downside is, and I agree with all those pluses. But the one downside is that the last time she and Marky Mark did a movie together, it was a movie called Max Payne. Oh, which, good point. Which good sucked. Point. <laughs> so you know, I want to be excited about her being in a film with him, but I just keep thinking about Max Payne now. So good point. I, I guess we'll see what happens. <laughs> but um, I'm going to predict. Oh man, this is directed by Seth MacFarlane. I think it's his first live action like major release, and probably first ever. I didn't do much too much. Are we allowed to ask what it's rated? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, if it's rated R, I'm going to say. I believe no, it's going to be question. rated R because what we're going to watch today is the Red Band trailer. Oh, it must be rated R. Then yeah, I would just exactly. So, so I don't think it's a trailer failure. I think man, it's the I think this is the first so you're going time with teaser pleaser teaser pleaser, from yeah. Trey. <laughs> I think this is the first time. Out of all of our many, many episodes, <laughs> that I, I I don't know, you know what I mean? Like you I, gotta say every something. other time has been kind of like one of the others been kind of clear, but for this mm-hmm. one, I'm kind of in in the middle. Um, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go with teaser pleaser. I'm gonna go with that teaser. Okay, yeah. so we got two teaser pleasers on the table. I'm gonna go with that. All right, it's the three minute trailer. Oh, oh goodness! Feel free to get a good sense of the movie. Talk during this one. 
yeah, no, we're definitely going to talk during this one. <laughs> you know how to pop lock? Pass it over. Take it back. Marky Mark dancing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Your Say hi to your mother for me. I'm John. <laughs> I'm Lori. Well, for one thing, I love, I love this song. It starts so. off as like a love story. Yeah, if you're sitting in the theater watching it. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I love you. This is an awesome song. <laughs> Never oh, I love Mila Kunis. So cute. I don't, I don't understand. I really don't. Oh, 35 man. years old and you're still scared of a little thunder. I am not. <laughs> oh my god. Like the buddies for life, right, John? You're fucking right. Okay, so a teddy bear just ran into the room. The sound of thunder, don't you get too scared? Just grab your thunder buddy and say these magic words. Fuck you, thunder. You can't get me thunder because you're just God's fight. <laughs> okay, alright. I like the bear. The bear's cute enough. Yeah, so, so far, so good. Oh, now he's just taking a hit off a bong. Reminds me of that uh, FX trip with Elijah Wood with the dog. Yeah, Will Will yeah. be expecting something big, do you? He's not imaginary, like though. He's no, real. Like, uh, yeah, because I noticed that Mila Kunis was able to see him, too. Oh, yeah. fuck that. It's, it's been four years, Johnny. You and me have been together for 27 years. Oh, Where's God, he does sound like Peter huh? Griffin. Though. Where's my ring, asshole? Stop. Where's my ring, motherfucker? <laughs> 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 my finger, you fuck. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Brittany? Nope. Tiffany? Nope. Candace? Nope. Don't fuck with me on this. I'm I know this shit. You see me fucking with you? I'm not, All right, speed round. I'm going to rattle off some names when I hit you it fucking it. buzz it, okay? I will tell you. You got me? Yeah. All right, Brandy, Heather, Channing, Brianna, Amber, Sabrina, Melody, Dakota, Sierra, Bambi, Crystal, Samantha, <laughs> Autumn, Ruby, Taylor, Tara, Tammy. Hey, Autumn Lauren, is not a trailer trash park name. That is not. Noelle, Shelby, Trina, Reba, Cassandra, Nikki, Kelsey, Shawna, Jolene, Erling, Claudine, Savannah, Casey, Dolly, Kendra, Kali, Chloe, Devin, Emily, fucking Becky. Nope. Wait, was it any one of those names with a Lynn after it? Yes. Okay. Ashley. Brandy Lynn, Heather Lynn, oh, Tammy Lynn. Fuck! Wow. Wow. That is the trailer, the Red Band trailer for Ted. I like Ignore it. that. Well, I've seen it in theater. <laughs> Probably not. Well, I Netflix it, DVD it, whatever. Definitely. Um, so you're going to stick with Teaser Please? Yeah. I, I was, in, I was inter- completely entertained by that trailer. Uh, me too, man. I, <laughs> wow. That was, uh, I don't know. I guess I was thinking, I was imagine, I was envisioning it being a lot more uh, stupid for some yeah. reason. Yeah, it seem, the it premise seem is as, stupid. Right. But. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't seem as stupid. It actually seems like, uh, I mean, we know people that act like that in real life. So... I guess it's not that unbelievable that they can be a teddy bear that uh, <laughs> that talks and acts like that too. Um, but yeah, it looks looks good. I mean, like you said, though, I don't, I, you know, I'm not exactly positive that I'll see it in the theater. You know, when I see a couple more trailers, mm-hmm. maybe I'll I'll make that decision. But uh, based on that, I think it looks pretty cool. My biggest fear with movies like this is, first of all, it's a comedy. It doesn't need to run over 90 minutes. If this is a two-hour right. movie, it's going to get old. 
It's probably yeah, not going to be right. as good. Yeah. But also, uh, it, uh, it, the trailer was hilarious. Mm-hmm. But is that, or is that all the funny scenes in the movie? Right. That, sometimes that happens for comedies. They'll put That's the true. funniest parts in the trailer, and then you watch the movie, and you're like, I saw that crap in the trailer. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, that was, you know, the, I'd rather watch the trailer than watch the movie. Especially like the, the first Underworld. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was no need for that trailer to be three minutes. I mean... But if the whole movie has that pace and that time and that and is that funny, mm-hmm. awesome. I'll be a fan. But we'll see how it holds up in a film. But the, the teaser, total teaser pleaser. Okay, two teaser pleasers. Stay strong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's it for preview review. Any last notes about it? When's it come out? Is it like a summer movie or I would think so, yeah. I think it said May something, right? Or did it come out quick because it's got a lot to go up against. They can make no money. <laughs> Yeah, but there's there's going to be the uh, inevitable comparisons to Wilfred and uh, mm-hmm. and and July thirteenth. Okay. when it comes out. Oh, July, okay. And that is real dot com. It kind of made me think of Paul. Uh, yeah, of course. Paul was great. I love Paul. Which I like Paul. So, and you know something, and I thought Paul was going to be stupid, and I watched <laughs> it, and I was like, it's pretty good. So yeah. for this, you know, I think I'm going to keep that same mindset. Mm-hmm. Well, not the mindset that's going to be stupid, but that. I'm going to give it a chance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, it, it, I mean, it looks pretty good. And I mean, the bear looked good. Everybody has that impression of, everybody had a teddy bear or, or a Ninja Turtle stuffed animal right. or whatever. I had both, and they fought, whatever. Anyway, so everybody has that, that idea of, oh, a teddy bear's so sweet and nice, uh-huh. and this one's, you know, banging a, a <laughs> checkout register and BJ in a Snickers bar, Milky Way. So I think that it's going to have, a, like, a, a bit of the, the childness in it, you know, because mm-hmm. everybody's familiar with that. It's, teddy bear's an icon of childhood, so it's going to be interesting how they, if it maintains that level, taking itself seriously for the whole movie. So yeah. I think that's, you know, to me, honestly, Marky Mark might kill that because he's going to, oh, I'm going to act too funny in this movie and not, <laughs> you know, because everybody else is acting really, yeah. even the, the Ted himself is like, you know, hey, look, what's going on here? You know, I met a girl last night. You know, like, he's serious, but he's, Marky Mark's like, oh, really? I'm Marky Mark. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll I'm going to be funny. <laughs> yeah. So how do you mother for me? Anyway, that's it for preview review. Yeah, awesome. Go, go see this uh, trailer. See if you agree Check with it out. these guys. It's awesome to actually see the preview review when you do it instead of listening to it. So right, right, right. Gives <laughs> a different perspective. I have an opinion on it now. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Just go to your YouTube page and you know check it out with us. All right. So go check it out on YouTube, etc. The movie's called Ted once again. Um, we're gonna go into a discussion slash game review of Arkham City at this point and um, I would imagine it's probably not going to be as lengthy because I think we uh, we may be running a little on time not that we have a specific time limit but we don't want to go too <laughs> long so um, so we're going to talk about Arkham City now um, for those who don't know which if you're listening to this podcast <laughs> and you don't know about the game then you're not a geek so you need to turn this off Okay. Definitely. But uh, there's a little game called Batman Arkham City that was made by a group called Rocksteady Studios. Um, there's a sequel to Batman Arkham Asylum, which was the game that pretty much uh, re-evolutionized Batman games. I'd say superhero-based games exactly. I mean, in it general. It's, it's, of it's it. clearly the best superhero games ever made. Without right? a doubt. Without a doubt. The both of them together just blow my mind. How how well how much these how much the people at Rocksteady like Batman, like the the source material, mm-hmm. and apply that to a video game, much less an open world video game. Mm-hmm. That I mean, you know, 
you can go to Crime Alley and see the chalk outline of Bruce Wayne's yes, parents, you know, and the, right. he believes the, you know, there's even, a, I think it was a hidden achievement for that. If you go and pay your respects to yeah, his family mm-hmm. uh, in Crime Alley, it was, you know, it's just little stuff like that and the little, all the references to the animated series, the, the Nolan movies, all that's all wrapped up. The myth- they have the mythology down to a T. Perfect translation of an, such an iconic character into a video game. I don't think it's ever anything until up until then and since then the Arkham City and Arkham Asylum no game has done that. So I agree. I agree with that. I mean it's my my mind is still blown from that game. I'm actually about to start playing it again now. Mm-hmm. Uh I did that right before Elder Scrolls came out, Skyrim, which uh, Stephen reviewed I think last week or week before. Mm-hmm. Uh I went before because I knew when that game came out I'd be occupied with it for a while. Right. So I was like I got about 2 weeks I want to go back through Arkham City. Mm-hmm. It just as fun the second time. Yeah, going through it again. And, and honestly, <laughs> if Skyrim did not come out last year, Arkham City would by far be my game of the year. Oh, so Skyrim kind of beat Arkham City for you? As far as like a game, like when I look at like game of the year, like I will right. be playing the DLC for Batman, like which we'll get onto a little bit later. But mm-hmm. you know, it was mainly the combat arenas, which those are fun. But I like the Predator challenges where you you know you're hiding. See, I'm the opposite. Really, you like I the combat more? Right. I don't. I don't even. I don't play the predator challenges at I'm all. Exactly. Like it's, like it's just kind I've, of a pain in the ass. Because I'm like, <laughs> I don't. It's like I just spent this entire game sneaking up on people. Why do I want to sneak them? On? Well, I guess you could say the same thing about the combat, though. I just spent the entire game fighting. But I love the, I love the the fighting scheme in the game so mm-hmm. much that I just like to fight. You know, and I've become. I've gotten pretty good at it. You know, oh, yeah. I'm getting like high scores on all the combats and stuff now so. my problem is like I'll, I'll be playing the combat challenges and i'll do good you know i got i got several of them gold medal but then like i get to one i got my 75 hit combo going and then mm-hmm. the dude off screen throws a damn chair <laughs> right. breaks me out of it on the third round i'm like yeah. i gotta start all over now right that just it just kills my butt like i, I don't dislike it i just like the predator challenges better it's like okay you have to you have to scare a dude you have to knock one over ledge with the uh the battering, or then you have to yeah. freeze or bomb somebody or whatever. The different quirks to completing the map mm-hmm. is what I love about the Predator Challenge. Because to me, they're a little less... You have room for error in them. In the combat challenges, especially on the, the harder ones, like the, the insane arenas and all that, mm-hmm. if you're on the fourth wave and your combo's broken, start over because you ain't going to get a gold. Yeah, that's so, true. But again, like I do, like the combat is by far one of the best systems out there yeah. in the genre and outside of the genre, I'd even say for... a a pure combat system it's very organic the free flow i think they, mm-hmm. i think that's what it's called the free yeah, flow free combat flow. it works to a t but to me it's just like i like sitting up there and i'm, I'm a complete geek i'll be sitting there like oh punks they're talking to myself talking yeah. to the, the thugs <laughs> thinking about like and they're like no don't kill me i'm like i'm not gonna kill you you know i'm, I'm tall i am batman yeah, when i'm yeah, doing yeah. the predator challenge and the, and the fighting ones too like oh punk you know what i mean mm-hmm. you just it's one of those games you, you can't help but get sucked into yeah and you're, you're, you're you are batman and, and that's yeah that is that's probably the most amazing thing about these games that you feel like Batman. You know what I mean? Like you, you can pretty much do anything that Batman can do. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. of course, it's not like the uh, Batmobile and stuff like that. But I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to include that stuff somehow yeah. in future I mean, games. You know, the the degree that Arkham City stepped it up from Arkham Asylum, mm-hmm. the next one, if it's Batman, because. Right. Uh, I want to say I'll say this a little later, but the, the next game they're working on most likely isn't Batman. But mm-hmm. the next time they revisit Batman, you know it's going to be even yeah. more than we can imagine than what Arkham City is. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be so awesome. But uh, one of the things that, that really shines about this game to me is I played Arkham City and then I played Assassin's Creed Brotherhood right after. Right. I kind of I was I'm behind on that series, and I'm playing Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. I'm like. Whew. I wish I had the freaking bat rope because it is a pain in the ass to yeah. climb up a building instead mm-hmm. of 
Yeah. And zooming around the city effortlessly. It's like they've evolved that genre. Like, I haven't played the new Assassin's Creed, but like to me, that series is obsolete post Arkham City. Mm-hmm. You know, the story's still great in the series. Don't get me wrong. I still like the series, but like Arkham City is so, so well done in every aspect that you can think of that makes a game. Exactly. To me. Like, which again, it in single player wise, it's game of the year. Mm-hmm. But like, as, as far as a total package, to me, as we're talking about last year, of course, yeah. Skyrim just has that that little edge to it, to the almost limitless limitlessness of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but it's it's an unparalleled game, and I guess we could go talk about go ahead and talk about the DLC. Uh, yeah. They announced this week that uh, I think someone from Poland or Finland, somewhere over there, they found some single player DLC stuff hidden in some code or something. Kind of like same thing they kind of done with Mass Effect by uh-huh. spoiling finding stuff soon that's going to be future implemented. Uh, to involve some single-player stuff for the game, not like the single-player challenges, but story single-player involving Robin. So it's whether or not that's, that's awesome. true. I really we'll hope see. it is. Oh, man. I hope it's true, but I hope you can also you could pick Nightwing or Robin. I don't know if you okay. downloaded any of the, the packs. Yeah, I, I, have, um, I, I downloaded Robin. I didn't yeah. download Robin. I downloaded Nightwing. Oh, you did? Okay. So I'm more of an old-school, you know, like right. Dick Grayson. I don't want... I don't know the new dudes. Tim Drake, I think, yeah. was the, is the last I heard. So... I'm not sure the Robin in, chronology in the, yeah, escapes in the, me. In the but game, um, in the game, I want to say it's Tim Drake, but I don't. Yeah, because it can't be Jason Todd. So. Oh right, yeah, because he's so, Red Hood. Um, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, so Tim Drake. I like the the OG Robin, but yeah. either way, I mean, either way, I think that's good news. I love single player add on content for games. Even the uh, the costume DLC for Batman Arkham City was awesome. Playing as animated series Batman, yes, or Dark Knight the Returns, skins. the greatest Batman ever mm-hmm. in the game. Like that just added so much to it, and you could tell that they love the source material. And to me, they that do. just that shines so much. That that makes the difference mm-hmm. to this game. And the uh, the big rumor was, I don't know, you might have heard it a while back, but uh, that Rocksteady their next game it is a superhero game. And oddly enough, to tie into the previous episodes of this podcast, mm. the rumor is it's Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's that's the rumor. So <laughs> now, hopefully, it's classic yeah. comic. You know, they have the degree of care that they have with Batman with the Ninja Turtles universe because right. that that would blow my mind. I w- my head would literally explode <laughs> when this if this is real. You know, it's that, no better developer to handle that material. I think. Yeah. Than Rocksteady. These guys have definitely proved themselves, and you know, I. They can put any franchise in their hands, and I, I'd, I'd be confident in it. Um, Definitely. I mean, the, just the, the, the sheer scale of Arkham City is amazing. And the fact that you can... I mean, I, I completed the game storyline-wise and still had, like, a lot of stuff left to do. Yeah, like I the went side back, missions. And- yeah, I went back and did all the side missions and got at least 95% of all the trophies, mm-hmm. which I've never done that. Like, in Arkham Asylum... I didn't worry about it. I was like, yeah. I don't feel like getting all these fucking trophies. <laughs> this one's way over there. This one, I can't, I can see this one, but I can't get to it. I don't feel like figuring all that stuff out. On this game, I actually wanted to. So well, I got like with most them. of like, them. It's right here. Right. You can yeah. get this. Yeah. Figure it out. It's going to sit there the whole game and just stare at you. The only thing is that, you know, at, at times you won't realize that you can't get that one now because you just don't have whatever that gadget, whatever yeah. gadget you need Very to get Metroid-esque. it. Very Metroid-esque. Right. So it can... You can lose some time because you can be like, you can see that trophy and be like, okay, I'm going to try to figure out how to get it. And you can spend an hour just doing that, not realizing you can't get it yet because you don't have the equipment yet. So, I, you know, I don't, I don't think they should necessarily tell you that. But to me, that was the only kind mm-hmm. of bad thing about that. I see what you're saying. But again, uh, 
going back to like the Metroid era, like that, that's how that game was based. It's like, you mm-hmm. know, you see a red door here, guess what? You got to go get the missiles first. Yeah, they don't tell you yeah. that, but you, fi- you know, it's something you figure out. It's very organic. Yeah, yeah. And I think they handle it well, but it's just like, honestly, the only Riddler, tro- Riddler trophies I got are initially on like my early playthrough was the ones I obviously could get. Mm-hmm. If I, like, okay, I don't know how to do this. I'm going to come back later. Right. When I see a gat, when I get like the freeze thing to throw on the, the vents or the, mm-hmm. uh, or the, make the rafts and pull myself across with the bat rope or, uh, the bat rope but the, the harpoon gun whatever it was called it escapes me at the moment you know but I like that aspect because it's like I'll get something like wait a second that Riddler trophy over there by the iceberg lounge I can't get to it because <laughs> of this but now I got this that can do this so right. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know screw you Joker I'll be back in a minute I got a Riddler trophy <laughs> to go get you know and it's just and again like getting into the, the character is so amazing because I'll be zooming across the city I'll hear help me help me it's like yeah. Batman doesn't ignore cries for help no he does swoop not. down you know just swoop down take the dude out from you know Hundred feet in the air, zooming down, taking. I mean, you are Batman. It's, yeah, you know, so well done. And if they if they bring that to Ninja Turtles, holy shit! Hmm. And it'll for imagine four player co op, <laughs> all three of us and Steven yeah. will be sitting there. You know, we're gonna be fighting over who's who. I imagine. I call Raphael. Uh, well, he called Michelangelo. So oh, that I leaves you two. Jesse, you like scientists. I just want to be Leonardo anyway, so. I was always a Leonardo guy. Uh-oh, you're uh, going to fight it out. Well, yeah. <laughs> Street Fighter 4, we'll, we'll, we'll go at it. For Uh-oh. <laughs> Did yeah, I beat you in Street Fighter 4? You, you. Well, I was pretty good. You, you beat me. <laughs> this was a while back. Which I've I, always been good at Street yeah, Fighter. I haven't played the game in like a couple months now, so I probably, I'm probably not as that good. That was my first time playing Street Fighter 4 when I went to your house. <laughs> nah, yeah, beginner's luck. But, yeah, beginner's luck. Just doing like Blanca's uh, ultra, not his ultra, but just like his little spin oh. roll over and over again. You mean playing him very well. <laughs> <laughs> you mean spamming the same move. <laughs> my wife do does well that in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, you know, whatever. But No, but uh, who do you play as? Real, real quick aside. On Street Fighter, Street Fighter? Yeah. Uh, Ryu is my main, main go-to guy, but I have a couple of them. He's you, the main. Blanca, guy. Blanca Ken, Blanca Ken, very traditional. So you could apply the the previous Street Fighter knowledge into Force. So you did have a little, a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because I didn't, have to, I didn't have to explain anything. Like he played it for the first time, and he was I didn't already do super doing all moves, moves though. And stuff. Yeah, because I had no idea how to do right. it. Like I'm better at playing it on my iPhone <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, my thumbs are too big. Yeah, <laughs> I can't play iPhone games. <laughs> Too well. <laughs> but I do like Donatello. Um, I, in the very first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, he had that long bow staff. <laughs> it was like cheating because he had the longest weapon. Yeah, you he just could hit anybody. Just... Oh, right. You mean the one <laughs> yeah, where it was like... The ones above you just sit there. The side-scroller the slash yeah. overhead <laughs> van driving one. It was it was almost like the only way to beat. I think it was like, wasn't it Bebop or somebody? And like, yeah, yeah. You he, could, he would charge at you. Beat him up really cheesy. Yeah, so whenever he, he was on the top of the thing, you would just kind of reach up with your bow and just like <laughs> hit his foot with it. Right. <laughs> that was one of the hardest games I've it ever was. played in my oh, life. Yeah. No, I, everybody can agree, can attest to that, I believe. Yeah. Mainly the, for me, because I was really young. Like, this is the, that was like one of the only games that actually made me cry. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the, there was this uh, part on there yeah. to where you had to um, disconnect bombs underwater. Remember that? That was the hardest level in the game. Yeah. Like and it was like out of dam, like they were <laughs> the dam or something and flood yeah. the city or it seems like something like that. That was the hardest thing. And in it was the like world. this electric uh, kelp or something. Yeah, that, that was shocking. You had to swim in between it. That shit was the hardest thing ever, man. By far, I rem- Oh god, I didn't cry, but I had nightmares about that. That was, ugh. 
brutal. And looking back on that game now, which he's pulling up a video of it, uh, none of that, none of the, most of the shit in that game didn't make any sense and had nothing to do with the television show. Mm-hmm. Like, because there was all kind of villains and creatures in there that you'd never seen on the show before. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, okay, they're really just kind of throwing some shit. It didn't get really good until like the second game. You know, yeah, and like the arcade version. Oh, and all that oh there stuff. we go. There's a picture oh, of it. Oh no, I'm about to cry. Hell on just earth. At it. No, <laughs> this is bringing back horrible, horrible memories. Now, look at that. It seems like you don't even touch it. That's it just, terrifying. It just kills you. Like, for a kid to see like Leonardo being pulled into a fucking watery pit by kelp. Strangely <laughs> sentient kelp. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, and the, yeah, the seaweed would electrocute you and yeah. damage you. It was so brutal. No, like, that's. Oh. And the swimming controls are terrible too. And yeah, you had to like keep mashing the button. But it wasn't like Mario, where you could survive by mashing the button. It was like you had to have a turbo pad or something. It had to be precise timing to navigate Uh around this lightning bolt, this man-eating seaweed, and this sentient kelp that will suck you down. (laughs) I mean, and and a turtle drowning that quickly? Come on, he's a turtle. He has to have some sort of good point. Good point. But I I, I think maybe the uh, isn't the time limit more so. The bombs going yeah. off, then the oh, this is irate gamer. Yeah, I think I've seen this video. Of that guy. Um, it was hell in a game. I'm so glad I will never like if I if I die and go to hell, it'll be like <laughs> play this game. You cannot not play it. <laughs> no. The <laughs> game available in hell. Well, if you'd like to hear more of our thoughts, we can do an entire <laughs> podcast on that game one day. Just email us about it. Um, but to quickly shift. Back, um, I really hope they release some new DLC for Batman Arkham City. Definitely. I, mean, I would love to pop a, have a reason to pop yeah, it back in again. The game is it's just phenomenal as is. But then if they give Robin or Nightwing a, a story mission, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm all in, man. I usually don't even buy much DLC for my games. Mm-hmm. But for this game, I knew I wanted to get it. I got all the skins. I've gotten Robin. Um, I think now you can actually get like a couple of extra levels and Nightwing and Robin and all like, like one a pack. Yeah. yeah. So, well, it won't make sense for me to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> but if you haven't done that yet, do it because it's pretty amazing. And of course, you can play as Catwoman in the game. We yeah. didn't mention that really. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I always preferred to play with Batman. Yeah. Like once you yeah. play with Batman, then you got to like do the little jumping thing up the right. Like... And that's yeah. And and her um her little uh cat vision or whatever you it can't really see anything. I was like, with I didn't that. even use it. Yeah. No. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I, I definitely appreciate them putting that in the game because it's still yeah. awesome that you get to play as her. It's just not as fun. But then again, you don't play with her nearly as much as you play with Batman. And they had a good balance of it to where, like, yeah. you know, you had to deal with her for, like, this mission against Poison Ivy and then break it in. They tied it in well, mm-hmm. and it never felt too forced. So I liked it. Didn't right. care. I mean, but again, the bar set high for playing as Batman. Yeah. Now I play as Catwoman. I want to be Batman again. Okay, you're back as Batman. <laughs> it's all good. All right, well, that was our review slash discussion of Batman Arkham City. If you haven't had a chance to check that game out, what the fuck are you waiting on? Because it's kind of like... Hey. <laughs> I'm oh, Jesse. There. Yeah, we, we didn't mention that Jesse actually just started playing Batman Arkham Asylum, so he's kind of behind. I'm behind on my games. Well, I'm proud, too, because we didn't really spoil anything either, story-wise, so yeah. good. Didn't ruin anything for you. I was I worried about that. I left the room for a moment, which y'all didn't even notice. <laughs> oh, you were gone? Oh. Well, you guys noticed, but the listeners yeah. didn't notice. Yeah. Now. I mean, apparently there's still some people out there that haven't seen The Dark Knight. 
Like, what are you doing with your life? Okay, Whoa. go see The Dark Knight. They're probably watching Pick the Kardashians, <laughs> listening to the new Justin Bieber CD, yeah, and keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> That's a full time job. Yeah. So go pick up Arkham Asylum and Arkham City and just enjoy your next couple months because it's going to be an amazing experience. So from DC on over to Marvel, Trey actually has a review of us of uh, Avengers versus X-Men, the uh, first issue of this new series. So what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, it it just came out this week. It's fresh off the press, like we said earlier. Uh, It's definitely leading up to the Avengers movie being... Avengers versus X Men. This is something. Mm-hmm. This goes. It's like Freddy versus Jason. This is something back in the day on the schoolyard. All the young little geeks were like, mm-hmm. "Oh, Avengers are better than X Men." Blah blah. You back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I remember all those discussions. <laughs> whatever. But uh, <laughs> I mean, as far as the, the, let me give you the premise real quick. It's not going to spoil anything. It's the first issue. They're just setting it up. Uh, it's very similar to the House of M crossover, which happened a few years ago, mm-hmm. uh, where they were debate. Basically, the Avengers, practically Captain America and some of the other heroes, were debating like, and the X Men were like, "We might need to kill the Scarlet Witch because she can destroy reality." Right, right. And the conflict about that. This is very similar. Uh, the gist of it is the Phoenix Force is coming back, and there's a chick. Her name is Hope. Again, uh, a little background quick. I don't read modern comics. I tend to wait for the trades and just catch up on the main storyline. Mm-hmm. So I don't know all, like some of these newer characters such as this Hope chick. That's she Hope. looks like Jean Grey. That's Hope Summers. Yeah. Oh, really? It's is it like their daughter? The daughter or? of Scott and Jean. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, well, mm-hmm. great to know. <laughs> well, that it makes a little more sense that uh, yeah, the Phoenix Cyclops Force obviously Phoenix fan, so. wants her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the Phoenix Force is loose. The, the comic starts off with basically the Phoenix Force erupting from this planet and killing a whole bunch of people already and it's heading towards earth mm-hmm. uh and then the avengers are kind of hanging out and all of a sudden this thing crashes through the sky and it's nova and basically he's like they get an energy signature off of him that says like oh it's the phoenix force and it's coming to earth mm-hmm. uh while this is going on the avengers are seeing this and getting the gist of this uh cyclops is kind of training this hope chick his daughter you know like you know teach her how to fight blah 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 and like they don't get along she's like why do i gotta fight when i can use my powers you know it's that same kind of argument between teacher and student that you get in a lot of movies and a lot of other uh things but anyway so the avengers talk it over like okay we know the phoenix force is coming it's coming it's got to be coming for this chick uh but she's also like the first mutant to be born in a while at post house of m because there were no more mutants that could be born after that mm. in the storyline so she's a big deal to mutant kind like she is their salvation for the future it's much like the, similar to the film children of men with Clive okay. Owen yeah, yeah, yeah. with a baby like you know mm-hmm. you know this baby might not be important as a person but it's the fact that there this is a new child being born yeah cuz no so, one could have kids exactly anymore. so s- similar premise in you know except no kids are no kids are mutants so She's a big deal. The Phoenix Force is coming for her. Cap shows up on uh, the X-Men's island, which is now off the coast of San Francisco, which I didn't know that until I read this. I thought they still had the school for gifted <laughs> right. youngsters. Uh, which actually, in this issue, Wolverine's there. And they got, Cap actually goes and talks to Wolverine like, look, this is probably what's going to happen. And Wolverine, just like in House of M's, like, you know, we probably, you probably need to, you know, we got to save the Earth. Mm-hmm. You know, very realist perspective. You know, this is bigger than mutant kind, et cetera, et cetera. Cap shows up at the island, talks to Cyclops, uh, and basically says like, look, you know, I didn't. Co- Cap says like, I didn't come here to discuss this. Like, we're taking her. You know, this has to happen. Mm. It's Cyclops's daughter. Now that I know that, it gives it a little more emotional impact. And Cyclops is like, you know, screw that. And like, great panel, great art by John Romata Jr. Mm. Uh, Cyclops blasts Cap, got the shield up. You know, great panel, and that kind of that's setting up what's coming. Now yeah. we know why the Avengers are fighting the X Men. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, it's a simple premise. It's a premise that's sort of been used before, uh, but again. 
the deck in this case is so heavily stacked for the Avengers. They even give you a little page on the second page of the comic showing you mm-hmm. the Avengers and the X-Men. <laughs> real, little, real quick for the sake of time. Avengers, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, Spider-Man, Spider-Woman, Black Panther, Iron Fist, The Thing, Daredevil, uh, Luke Cage, Black Widow, Vision, War Machine, Captain Britain, and some other people I don't know. Doctor Strange is in there. And then you have the X-Men, which this blew my mind that this is the amount of X-Men left. Uh, Cyclops, Hope, Emma Frost, Magneto, which is a plus, Colossus, and Namor. Okay, mm-hmm. really? Who's going to win this fight? <laughs> There's no, like, unless they said that this series, they publicly stated that this is going to shake the foundations of the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. So that leads me to believe a couple of things. But you know, what are they going to do that's going to be that big for this series? So it definitely it succeeds in making me, I, I want to see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But let's be real here. The Avengers are going to destroy... The X-Men. I mean, and it looks like, do we, do we kind of have Wolverine and Beast kind of straddling in the middle? Oh, yeah, because they've both been Avengers, so you don't yeah. know which side they're going to be on. Mm-hmm. Beast, to me, he's a non-issue. Cool character, I like him, but what's he going to do against <laughs> Iron Man or Thor? Yeah. I mean, Magneto, he's probably the biggest powerhouse on the side of the X-Men. But what I'm knowing how these comics work, here's what I foresee will happen. I, I might be wrong, I might be right. Phoenix, the Force is going to come, take hope. She's going to be fighting. It's going to be just like the Dark Phoenix saga back in the 80s. Mm. And he's either gonna, she's either gonna control it or they're gonna kill her. Mm-hmm. I don't think, or who knows? Maybe she destroys the Marvel Universe and they start over. They've done that before, <laughs> yeah. too. You know, so it, it's it's gonna be fun to see where it goes. I'm glad this is happening. I wish it would have happened in the '90s mm-hmm. when you had uh, X Men Blue and Gold. You had the classic. When right. you think of the X Men, that's the characters you think of. Yeah, definitely. That, from the cartoon and everything. So it's going to be interesting. Again, be, not being an avid reader of modern comics, I don't know quite a lot of the backstory. So it's going to be interesting kind of putting the pieces together and seeing where this goes. But as a comic, it's definitely a great primer for it. Cover price is uh, $3.99. And I, honestly, I'm not going to get any more issues. I'm going to wait for the trade. Because okay. instead of spending 4 bucks a pop on these right. issues, let me get the whole set with the extra art in the back and, right. and everything. One thing I do want to mention about this, though, two cool things that uh, – it has what's called it, – it goes with your Marvel AR app. AR is augmented reality. Mm-hmm. There are certain pages that have this little logo on the bottom. If you hold your phone while you have the app open over it, oh. it goes to your camera, and it – like one one page does like a trailer for the series. One like shows the ink, and it shows it filling in. It's It adds to the dynamic of reading a comic. Okay. I don't think it – you know, it's not a, oh, you have to do this. It's not like a big thing. I right. think it's a cool direction to go. Honestly, I kind of started getting annoyed by the little ARs at the bottom of every single page. <laughs> You know, but it's a, it's. A, I think it's a, it's an interesting feature that could be utilized very well. And see, also, I could see those those damn Google glasses being useful for that. That great way to tie it. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, you read it's like you know, this character. You know, almost like pop up video in a sense. You know, like oh yeah, this, yeah. This is she's the you know. Like I love that. Of having Jesse stuff. telling me what's going on, like oh, hope so, she's the daughter of Scott and Jean before Jean died. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that would you know, I would like to see him take it that way. Maybe actually, I misspoke earlier. I'm doing some reading on that. And, uh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, so all the people who were mad about what we were saying Calm earlier, down, guys. Calm down. We're correcting. Hope you're yeah, still yeah. listening. Uh, she was adopted. Um, and I'm just looking over the wiki page. Uh, originally where I got that from was um, the storyline and uh, hero clicks from what I understood it. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently in this particular uh, storyline, she is was just found by Cable. Really? So, uh, yeah, her name, Hope, was given to her. Because she's um, the hope of the future of yeah, mutant kind, um, I assume. That's what I assume. Yeah, if you want to clear that up for us, uh, send us an email. 
to Definitely. Geekly Dose. But see, if Cable found her, she could be the child from the alternate timeline of Scott and Gene. That could still be true. Exactly. So yeah. who knows what's going to happen <laughs> with that. But yeah, it's a, it's a cool issue. The art's great. I would say wait for the trade, get the get the whole yeah. blow by blow I'm, at one time. I'm interested time in reading it, but I think I'll wait, like you said. Because uh, Civil War, like I got the trade, and I'm so glad I did because I I read the entire thing cover to cover mm-hmm. immediately. It was so good. Like if I had to wait for the issues of that, it would have killed me. This I don't know if it'll get to that level as far as the storytelling goes, but it's a it's a it's a you know it's one of the, again it's one of those classic battles that's never happened in comics to the extent that they're doing it this time. Uh, as far as an issue goes, out of ten, I'd give it. You know, I'd say it's a seven out of ten. You know, it's it's but it's still it's issue number one of this crossover. Yeah. But it's still just setting up what's going to happen. Exactly. You know, the the subsequent issues are going to have you know Thor versus Cyclops or Colossus or Magneto and the stuff that you really want to see. Yeah. So that's what's going to be really awesome to see and interesting. And also, uh, it has the Marvel AR app, but also you can get a digital copy for free when you buy it. Mm-hmm. Which also I think that's a cool thing to tie in technology modern technology yeah. of reading the comics on the go to going out and still buying that issue for your collection or to read on the t- toilet or wherever you read it yeah we've talked so, about that before that's that's so actually i think, a I think it's a cool bonus. thing i prefer reading it like steven said i think last week mm-hmm. or week before i like reading the actual issue because you can really see the art you know, I don't have an iPad I'm sure you can probably see it a little bit better on that but you know nothing beats having it in your hand but mm-hmm. that's that's still a cool feature because i downloaded the free one so you know if i want to read it again i'm riding in a car or in the bathtub or wherever, mm-hmm. you know, hanging out over here, I can read it there or I can show you people parts. So I think it's a cool thing. I like how they're tying modern technology into your standard comic reading and not changing the modern way of like, oh, for more info, go to this app and do this to see what's going right. on. You know, it's integrated in yeah. the issue. That's cool. So definitely, wait. my opinion, wait for the trade, get, get it everything, but definitely appealing to see what's going to happen. And it's going to be exciting. I mean, this is the year of the Avengers. The movie, it definitely is. this crossover in the comics, the source material, it's going to be great. So, we'll wow. see. Man, I, re- I actually kind of want to start reading it now, but I, I think I'm going to wait. We're doing a it'll, show, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> it'll take you five minutes. <laughs> I'm going to start reading it out loud right now, like narrating Schwarzenegger the narrating Total Recall. That would be awesome. <laughs> um, another thing I wanted to bring up about that is that um, at some point, I hope they just go ahead and make an animated movie based on the comic. That would be comic. awesome. Cause I would love to see that. Did you see the Ultimates the animated thing they did? Not yet, no. That was great. Yeah. The, the first one was fantastic because it actually took from the the storyline of the Ultimates, the uh, the first series of it. Mm-hmm. Great, great animated movie. The second one I didn't care for it a little too much, but the first one was solid because the Avengers are fighting the Hulk. Basically, the Hulk's out of control. Yeah. They got to stop the Hulk. You know, and that makes sense for you know. Spider-Man meets the Punisher, and they got to fight. You know, <laughs> Batman meets Superman. We got, even though I know who you are and we're cool, right. I'm going to have to fight you for a few pages. And like, oh, you're a good guy, I guess. I was brainwashed <laughs> by Poison Ivy. Let's go fight her now. Yeah. They always have that. You know, but it makes sense because the Hulk is an uncontrollable. Exactly. That's the crux of that character. Mm-hmm. Banner can't control him. Apparently in the new movie, though, Banner has a little bit more consciousness yeah, as the Hulk, so he's a little, a little more smarter. Smart. Yeah. So I don't know if that's going to play like that into the movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe it will at some point, which I think would be cool. Like maybe they, you know, Hulk, they got to talk Hulk down and then get him to focus his anger on the threat or whatever. But the, definitely, I think it used to be on Netflix too. So I would recommend the, the animated one, the first one. Mm-hmm. It's not anymore. I oh, tried to watch oh it. damn it. <laughs> you can We're download not... it from other sites. We're all sad now. Yeah, but it's definitely cool. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when sad. everything was on Netflix. My favorite movies. I remember that as well. Howard the Duck. That's still on there. 
Well, I have the DVD anyway, so that doesn't matter. But the ultimate movies, for certain, that's on there. No, they're not. Damn it. Well, I definitely appreciate you guys letting me be on the podcast, man. It was a lot of fun. It definitely did. We're not done yet. <laughs> oh yeah, Geek, another episode. I mean, a dose another of Geek dose, News, man. It's, it's one more, one more tiny dose. I'm overclimped. I'm I don't know if you can handle any more, Trey, but there's still one more dose we have to give you. It's a small I dose, like I it. said, a child-sized dose. Y'all ready for the dose? Yeah, let's get our, our last and final dose of Geek and Entertainment News. Back to Jesse Sedgley. <laughs> All right, I'm trying to pronounce it right. Yeah, that's right. All these years, YouTube. Boo. No, I'm just. I like it. <laughs> Has anyone ever heard of this little known site? What is this YouTube you speak of? Uh, it's a, it's a you know, place where you can watch some 1080p videos. Now you can watch them in 3D. Oh. Oh, yeah. I have experienced that. Well, for a short moment, yeah. I think they were testing it out, but now Because they definitely didn't tell anybody about it. Exactly. I just saw it one day. It just popped up. I was like, what the hell is this? Well, now, now on any uh, 1080p video on YouTube, you may view it in 3D. If you don't see it right now... Um, there's an option you can go in and uh, you click on quality settings and it should be there. If it's not, the uploader needs to enable it you know, by going to edit info. But there's some kind of technology in there that actually converts these things. I've yet wow. to test it myself because mm-hmm. the news just broke today. Um, they just released this on their blog, which I wasn't even aware they had one. <laughs> Is it a video blog? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, so what do y'all think about a, a 3D YouTube and uh, further going into that? I would like to quote the eloquent speaker of Eric Cartman and say, meh. Meh. You don't care about it? Nah. No? Not me. Um, I barely like 3D movies. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, I will go see a movie if it's made for 3D. Mm-hmm. Like, Beow- they animated Beowulf. You know, Clash of the Titans was post-converted. Like, and they that trend right now, like Titanic's coming out, Top Gun's coming out in 3D. Mm-hmm. It's post-converted. You know, big deal. It's not, but then you have those movies right. made for 3D. Those are cool. I don't mind seeing those, but a, I mean, a YouTube video, right. I got a 3D camera. Oh, check this out. Woo. But even so, like the videos that are just 1080p that weren't even intended to be 3D, like no. what kind of technology? Oh, I so can't the, imagine it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wow. apparently have technology that'll detect if the wall's far further back, you know, if like. Yeah, um, you don't even have to film it in a 3D sort of way. Really? Like you said, like. There was some kind of like test trial they were doing, and I I saw it, and I remember talking to Jesse about it a little mm-hmm. bit, um, and I didn't have any glasses on me, so I couldn't really see what it looked like. But there was also an option on there for you to do the whole dot thing, to where you combine the two dots together yeah. with your eyes, sure. kind of so, cross your eyes, right? So to speak, I, I looked it, at it like that, and it it looked pretty good. If I your mean, webcam were to yeah. turn on right there, <laughs> 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 I just see you looking at your screen with your and eyes crossed. Well, in 1080p, people can watch it in yeah. 3D. <laughs> Um, it looked cool, and I, I, I don't, I don't think it's the most exciting thing in the world because I mean, a lot of times when I'm watching something on YouTube, it's just something stupid. Anyway, just watching it in passing, yeah. Right, it's just You're something click like on another one. Oh, this, you know, it, it's one of these little, you know, ten second uh, fame type of videos, and yeah. do I really want to watch a, a kid, a little baby dance and rap? in 3d or something like that no if i was using (laughs) if i was using youtube primarily to watch movies on then that'd be something different but i don't have netflix i have whatever else you know but one the one thing i do like about it is that i just kind of like being able to watch our films in 3d that's right like we have some films on on that youtube page and 
it may be the only time we ever get to see ourselves in 3D on some kind of screen. Who knows? So I, I kind of, I'm excited to watch my if it own comes stuff. Out, right. Yeah. right, in 3D. That would be, I mean, I, I'd agree with that. It, that'd be fun. But like, again, I think it's like the glasses. It's just, like I recently just bought a new TV. And it's like, everybody's trying to sell me a 3D TV. I don't want a 3D TV. I don't want to wear glasses while I watch TV yeah. or a movie. You know, like, just give me the damn TV I want. I want this one right here, Best Buy Associate. <laughs> don't try to sell me this one. You know, but I'm not sold on 3D as, and, until I don't have to wear glasses. I can sit and it's 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, then, hell, hell yeah. Yeah, I agree you with know, that. The so, glasses give me a headache after a while. I mean, it's still, I like how it's back. And honestly, they're doing it in, I mean, it, it's, it's in the theater to sell tickets. Because people, they're yep. losing it to piracy and everything else. People don't go to the movies as much as they say, oh, it's 3D. Shark mm-hmm. Knight 3D. They're going to jump off the screen and eat you. <laughs> you know, which yeah, is cool. No one would have went to go see that movie if the 3D thing wasn't attached to it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You you know, know? It's, it, it's a gimmick. Mm-hmm. A lot of things. And I think the first one that came out not too long, like a while back, was it was my Bloody Valentine 3D. That's the first one that I can remember. Right. Uh, and when I watched that, it was all, the movie sucked. But the 3D was great. Because mm-hmm. they, they purposefully did stuff in 3D that wasn't... That was cool, like some inventive kills. I mean, like they send a right. pickaxe through the dude's throat, and like you see the view from outside, the, inside the throat, and that thing sticking there in your face. You know, it's it's cool inventive stuff like that. <laughs> but again, YouTube. Now there is some good stuff on YouTube, some excellent stuff from Sigily Films and, and stuff like that. You know, That's right. but, I mean, when everybody can do it, just like with the technology now on an iPhone four, where you can go out and basically make edit and do post on a movie on your phone. It's so the technology yeah, is right. so blown up. It's like everybody's gonna do it. We're gonna get sick of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a cool idea. I'm not. I don't really care. I, but like, I do agree with you. I'd love to watch our stuff just to see it in 3D. Yeah. You know, I think it's cool technology. Doesn't sit Other like that, it doesn't make know. me. It doesn't make a difference to me. Yeah. No. I mean, it's, it's one more button I gotta make push. Money off of that. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Get your YouTube glasses to watch the trailer for the new Hunger Games. Yeah. At Burger King, the and then go back bell. to your computer on YouTube. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, and that that's yeah. That kind of brings up a good point. Is that it's it's all going to end up just leading towards that kind of stuff anyway. Like going back to the whole advertising thing. Now this means we'll have ads in 3d, you know, and, and those ads will be specifically made, you know, like they'll film their advertisements in 3d to put on YouTube versus mm-hmm. everybody else's stuff just being like post converted or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now we have to watch a certain amount of seconds of an ad before we can skip it now on YouTube anyway. So they'll just, they're just going to start putting those in 3d and it's just kind of like, yeah. Do I really need an ad for whatever? In, but it's in three D. Look, you know. So the yeah. subway sandwich is coming to my mouth. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh man, it's a gimmick. To and me. the last thing I want to see is Hawaii Five O on YouTube in three D now. This <laughs> guy talking about a damn subway sandwich. Like banana peppers on the spinach. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited about to see stuff that I'm in on there. I think but that's, other that's than the that, charm of it. I don't really care. About it. Well, I watch other people's shit in 3D. No. No. So if you guys do, if there's an option, oh, that'd be cool. Oh, it's like Tim's in my face. <laughs> my dreams come true. <laughs> well, outside of 3D, there's a new movie in the works, possibly, maybe. Arnold Schwarzenegger. All right. Oh. right. There's some kind about this. Oh, uh, okay. He's released a little bit of uh, news that there may be a twin sequel coming out mm-hmm. because that movie's so great. <laughs> I like twins. <laughs> it was it was no Kindergarten Cop, but it was a decent okay. comedy. Let's put it this way: If okay, first of all, it may be called Triplets, mm-hmm. and we'll reveal who the triplet may. You may already know this later. But we'll, we'll reveal it later. But think about when that movie came out, Twins. 
if the sequel came out two years later, do you think it would have really been a blockbuster? <laughs> Much less 20 years later. No. There's no um, way this movie's going to be And the popular. truth is, is that I love that movie. <laughs> I know, but... <laughs> like, Twins is one of my favorite movies ever. Well, I mean, again, ever. you had a Rocky yeah. come out, you know, five, six years after the last one. Mm-hmm. You had the Rambo come out even longer since the last one. I think... And, the, you know, Die Hard's got a resurgence yeah. again, so I think it could definitely work. By There's far. a new... I, it's almost like a, it's, it's becoming more common now to bring back things that were really popular at one point in time, mm-hmm. you know, and people are people buying into it. Well, so twins, I think... Twins made $217 million, so, well, eat my words right can't there. Can't beat that. Yeah, it was definitely a, I'm sure a, a was, success. I'm sure it was better than when they teamed up the second time for Junior. Oh, yeah. Well, Arnold <laughs> yeah. was pregnant, and he had the child in his belly, <laughs> and he dressed like a woman. It was the most disturbing thing ever. Would you rather th- see a Junior or a triplet? Oh, a triplet by far. Oh, okay. Of well, course, a Junior was ridiculous. It's like, even for an Arnold movie, it's like, let's see Arnold's... You know, we've seen Arnold Schwarzenegger go through time. We've seen him as Danny DeVito's it's like they ran older brother. Ideas, we've right? seen him as a kindergarten teacher. What haven't we seen Arnold as? Pregnant. <laughs> that sounds like the trailer right there. Okay, well, adjusted ticket price is 217 It actually only made 111 back in 1988 when it came out. Um, the third actor they want is Eddie Murphy for this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess they think DeVito's back, baby, because he just, it was the Lorax mm-hmm. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> well, is this, is this, well, no, I know, I know Arnold has that him and Stallone movie, The Tomb or something in production. Yeah. They do is that, this yeah. scheduled to come out maybe before that or? I would I imagine Had they confirmed this? I mean, this is still kind of their, their right talks, now, right? Well, apparently it's been greenlit. There's mm-hmm. no script or director for it, but it's greenlit. The thing about this film is that when you first hear the idea of it, you think, what the fuck are they talking about? But the truth is, is that it's not, it's not that bad of an idea. Like at first I was thinking that this is stupid, but then the more I think about it, I'm like, wait a second. Like it could be crazy enough to work. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure whenever they pitched the idea for the Originals Twins film, somebody said, okay, we're going to have a movie, right? And the star <laughs> of it, and apparently it was Eddie Murphy because that's how I'm talking all of a sudden. We're going to have a movie, right? And I tell you what we're going to do. is We're going to we're gonna take Danny DeVito and then we're going to take Arnold Schwarzenegger and we're going to make them, um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to make them like twins. So, and then, but the Eddie, movie came gonna out. are going to be in this movie? Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about it. I'm not sure. I'm going to wait about 20 years before I come <laughs> back. You should be in the sequel. <laughs> we'll bring you in. So the, the original idea probably sounded crazy. And this sounds crazy because it's like, wait a second. Um, he's black, right? That's what well, everybody's thinking that. It's like, wait a second. He's black. But if you've seen the original Twins movie, yeah. you know that this woman had like 26 donors or something like that. And there's a story behind why Arnold is big and buff and Danny DeVito mm-hmm. is short and he got the leftover. So it, may, <laughs> it, it makes sense that one of those fathers could have been black, right? Yeah. So it's really not as crazy as you may think it'd be when you hear the idea of it if you've seen the original Twins movie. Mm-hmm. And I, honestly, you know, this is going to be a comeback vehicle for all of them because Eddie's yeah. been making movies, but they, they haven't been making bad. any money. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't be surprised if he decided to jump on board for this. You mm-hmm. know, and it, it it could end up being extremely funny just seeing the dynamics between those three actors. Yeah, I mean, it could it could work really well, or it can fail miserably. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a slippery slope for this one to me. I'm excited for it. I'll, I'm glad to see Arnold back making movies. I I can't wait to see this. Mm-hmm. I hope it'll be it'll hold up to the original. It's got that extra twist, like you said about Eddie Murphy being the third twin, being black. How you know what kind of com- comedy is going to ensue from that? 
Yeah. It can be really funny and it can be really bad. Yeah. But I still, I still, I will be there the first week on maybe opening day. But, you know, <laughs> no, I will definitely check this one out. So. I think uh, once we find out, uh, once they, they settle on a director and a screenwriter, that'll tell us a lot more about what direction the film will be heading in. Um, mm-hmm. Now, if the Fairley brothers did this and it's rated R, hell yeah. Because that'll be so absurdly ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Right. They know what they got. Yeah. In their they'll work with it. So. Yeah. Exactly. Because I mean, a long I, director, a screenwriter can ruin this yeah. real I, quick. I right? really did love the original Twins film. And one of the, like, the, the, it's, the craziest thing about it is also the best thing about it. You think Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito being twin brothers, it sounds stupid, but then you realize how that'll create interesting and in mm-hmm. dynamic between them in the movie. Yeah. And it works that way, you know, and just adding in someone else who's a different race, then that'll add another dynamic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it could be the funniest thing in the world. It could be stupid, you know? Yeah. It was surprising <laughs> when you put it on that screen that this was the fourth highest grossing movie that Arnold had been in. That blows yeah. my mind that this yeah. is number four. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was Terminator 2. What was the other one? True Lies, Total Recall, and then Twins. Like, this was above, you know, this made more money than Predator or Kindergarten Cop. That's, and that's an adjusted gross. Yeah. I'm curious as an to what the last one is. The, on the, the last one on the list? Like the lowest. Uh, Red, Red Sonja. Oh, okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Around the World in 80 Days. They sort of count that one. Uh, then Raw Deal. Then Sixth Day. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> yeah, well. End that... of Days made more than Sixth Day. Eh. Yeah, apparently. I haven't seen either of those. Well, again, the that's days, an adjusted gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see on the right there, it's unadjusted gross. Um, yeah. yeah still, the, I mean, of course, Terminator 2, no of surprise course, there, but yeah. Twins being number four, that that really is surprising to me. In reality, the number two is Terminator 3. It's funny how they put, I mean, they didn't really count it, but it's listed, Terminator Salvation is actually listed on there. <laughs> Oh, because yeah. it's, it's his, virtual his CGI cameo? cameo. Yeah. Oh gosh. It's not. It's not ranked, but it's on there. Right. Um, and Batman and Robin is number. What was that six? Ugh. I can't believe that's still that high on the list. Well, I can believe it when it. It's the older to the movie. Now. The higher it'll be for yeah. adjusted. For yeah. Adjusting for inflation. Yeah. There's the unadjusted numbers there. Um, yeah, it's a little more. Yeah, I'm sure more, more news will come out on that, and we'll be giving you the news on that. And that's it for the final dose of Geek News. Good little dose. <laughs> okay, well, I hope you guys have enjoyed episode four of Geekly Dose. Uh, big round of applause for our guest, Trey Harris, oh, thank today. You. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Please be sure to check out Trey on 80s Revisited, uh, along with his co-host, Daniel Sanangelo, who just made a surprise uh, appearance. It's not, it wasn't really a surprise, but he's in here. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, thank you very much for having me. It was awesome. Uh, can't wait to get Stephen back for his comedic yeah. take on everything. So mm-hmm. hopefully he has something to listen to on the way home, and that'll be yeah. Fun. Stephen, you're gonna you're gonna have to listen to this one. You didn't listen to the other ones, but you have to actually listen to this. Yes, one let's now. put okay. this at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> there will be a quiz at the beginning of next week's episode yeah. for Stephen. Um, Stephen actually, he teased what he was going to talk about when he came back on the last episode. I don't remember exactly. Just go listen to that one. Right. Man. I think it was Kid Icarus, the new Kid Icarus game. It was, game. yeah. Okay. So, um, I believe what I'm going to talk about is that me and a couple of these guys are actually going to go see Wrath of the Titans tomorrow. So, I'll probably do a review on that for the next show. I feel like I have to now since I did one on Clash of the Titans. So, you can expect that next week from me unless something else big happens yep. between now and then. <laughs> But, well, thank you guys for listening to episode four of Geekly Dose. 
I'm Tim Bridgewater. I'm your guest host, Trey Harris. And I'm Jesse Sedgley. Thank you, guys. Come back next week for your next dose. show and more at the awesome podcast network's facebook at facebook.com slash awesome podcast network